Sports presents high school football. Third and two. They'll stay out of the shotgun, Carney will. Coster going to keep it himself. Has the first down. Big hole up the middle. 20, 10, inside the five, and he'll get to the two. First and goal, Bearcats. Tonight, it's the quarterfinals of the Class A State Football Playoffs featuring the Kearney High Bearcats and the Omaha North Vikings. High School Football on KKPR is brought to you by the Classic Hits Sports Club. Kearney 17, Grand Island nothing. First and 10 Islanders at their own 49. Cress over the middle, deflected and picked off. Kearney High, Nate Berg, and he'll be brought down at midfield. Top-ranked Omaha North has rolled through their first 10 opponents to remain unbeaten. The last two times Carney's won a playoff game, Omaha North ended their season in the quarterfinals. Tonight, they look for the upset in the first semifinal appearance since 2007. It's the Bearcats and Vikings coming up next, but first, a new Tech Seed pregame show. We'll take you live to Kenrick Stadium in Omaha with KKPR Sports Director Doug Duda and Larry Baker right after the word from New Tech Seed. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit newtech at yieldleader.com. Undisputed Midwest Yield Leader. And good evening, everyone, from Kinnick Stadium in Omaha. It is time for the quarterfinals of the 2016 Class A State High School football playoffs. Doug Duda, Larry Baker, Security Tyler Herman, we're all here ready to get things going for tonight's battle between number one and number seven. And we also want to give you an update right off the get-go on our sister station, ESPN 1460, the Kearney Catholic Stars have jumped out to a 14-0 lead over Wahoo in the first quarter. So if you're looking for the Stars, they're currently on ESPN 1460. Kearney High will kick it off here in a little less than 30 minutes. Our games are also online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Larry, there's no, there's no need to sugarcoat anything here tonight. Kearney wins. It'll be one of the biggest upsets in the state this year, and Kearney is a very good football team at 8-2, but Omaha North is another beast. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about a team, Doug, that's been to, what, uh, three finals in a row and then a semi. This is a team that's been a perennial. That's very hard to do in Class A because Class A, somebody's always grows some talent. Coach Martin's done a fabulous job getting Omaha North into that spot and keeping them there. They're a great team. Carney's a pretty good team. We understand that. But I think one of the things is about Carney that's kind of one of those extra factors – we know that Omaha North is going to run the ball. They're going to look really good doing it. They're going to play great defense, got tons of speed, lots of size. But the, one of these, those measurables, Brandon Cool, right? Coach Cool will get his dudes to play football, Doug, and he'll get guys to play above themselves. Now, if he can get that going tonight along with that defense, Carney's got a very good defense. They've been solid all year against the best competition that you can get in Nebraska. If you can play defense tonight, take the air out of the ball, and have Coach Cool give us a little bit of Coach Cool magic, Carney could be in this game. And you'll hear from Coach Larry Martin, which can be coach speak, but I do believe he's honest when he says Carney may be the best defense that we've faced all year. There's a couple in there, and of course, it, sometimes that's hard to judge when you're averaging 50-some points per football game. Well, and I, yeah, you're exactly right, Doug. Uh, and Coach Martin, uh, knowing him, he's 
a very stand-up guy. He's been at Omaha North a long time. I do think he's he's being honest when he says that. You know, if you just plug that performance in from last week against the Islanders, that looked pretty locked down. You know, now they are going to see some players tonight uh, that are going to be a little different. Milton Sarbaugh uh, for the Vikings can run the rock. Uh, he's um, uh, very interesting. He's small. He's only about 150, 160 pounds, Doug. But he can flat fly. He's got tremendous feet in the hole. And they, Omaha North will get in the eye and run power inside zone. Old school Nebraska stuff without the option. Uh, and he's really good in there. And then with him, of course, uh, you've got Jordan Strong, who's had massive years in the past. This year, the numbers are only around, you know, 300 yards rushing. It's not because he's having a poor season. They don't give it to him very much. You know, his carry number's only at 49 for the season. He's seen it less than 50 times. And he was a preseason All-Stater as a running back. And you'll hear Coach Martin say he got dinged up early, and then we figured that maybe we need him in other places. And uh, so we, and we've got the luxury that we don't have to give it to him. That's how good this team is. Their preseason All-Stater isn't even one of their top two running backs, right? Right. Now. You know, he's 6'2", 230, Doug. And the thing that makes Strong so tough in a game like this is you've got to stop Milton Sarbaugh and you've got to stop Xander Gray. Xander Gray is a thousand, you know, he'll go over a thousand tonight as the other running back. And when they give it to Strong, he's big, doesn't look very fast. He runs somebody over, and all of a sudden it's 40, and then it makes it tough to defend him because you've got this speed and shifty piece in the hole, and then all of a sudden you've got Strong that comes out. That does get tough to defend. Carney is built to defend it. This really is going to come down to Carney's offense, I believe, Doug. They've got to really be careful. They can't just sling it 50 times because that puts potentially more possessions to Omaha North. But if you can't run it, right, against this defense, uh, this big defense of Omaha North, the possessions kind of get there too, you're going to have to be able to mix run-pass, a lot of run-pass option, things like that, and be a little bit tricky. They did some of that last week, to be quite honest, against a really good Grand Island defense. And you're going to have the ball a lot in the junior quarterback, Cannon Coster's hands here tonight, whether he's running it, whether he's throwing it, a lot of that run-pass option, I think, like you talked about. And we'll hear Coach Cool talk about the plus. Not only do you have to play well, you've got to create some opportunities. Coach Martin will tell you here that Carney's been really good at creating turnovers, and they're going to have to create a couple turnovers, and they're going to have to cash those turnovers in. Well, I think that's exactly right, Doug. Turnovers will be a big key tonight. Carney has, you know, last year in the Millard North game, they didn't make Millard North pay for the mistakes. Millard North, you know, made Carney pay for those mistakes, and ultimately that was Carney's undoing in the playoffs last year. And Omaha North is a team that will turn you over. They've got 16 interceptions on the season, Doug. That's a two a night, basically, at this point. And their quarterback, uh, Justin Jackson, he's got seven himself. Seven picks on the year. They're fast. They're big. They're athletic. They're 10-0. They're the number one team in the state. But Kearney High, really good. They've had their chance to see a couple of Metro teams. They hung right there with Creighton Prep. So this is their second trip down to the Metro this year. Coming up on the New Tech Seed pregame show, we'll hear from the coaches, Larry Martin of Omaha North and Brandon Cool of Kearney High. Let's look at the scoreboard real quick. One team has already qualified for the six-man final next Friday at UNK. Cody Kilgore beat Harvard today 38-16. Silver Lake and Riverside just underway. In C2, Crofton and Valentine 7-7. 
in the second quarter. Kearney Catholic 14, Wahoo nothing in the late first quarter. You can hear it on ESPN 1460. Bishop Newman leads Ogallala 7-0 in the second quarter. McCook leads Blair 7-0 in the second quarter. The rest of the games will kick off at 7. We'll take a break. Hear from the coaches right after this from uh, Kinnick Stadium in Omaha. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Welcome back to the New Tech Seed pregame show live from Kinnick in Omaha, getting ready for the Class A quarterfinals, a place that Omaha North very, very familiar with. They are the team that everybody goes after here in Class A the last five years, and head coach Larry Martin joins us here. And uh, Coach uh, A, congratulations on the great season that uh, you have put together. And B, uh, we were joking before we came on, you actually get to play a Friday night 7 o'clock game at home. Yeah, well... First of all, thank you for making the track in to, to show the support for two high school teams, and they're very fortunate enough to have a, been working with you guys for a long time, and you guys do a great job of supporting the high school and Kearney High School there, and I'm sure all the surrounding area schools too as well. So we, it's our pr- privilege and honor to have you guys coming in, and we have a lot of respect for Brandon and the staff and, the, and that program out there. And it is, you know, we've kind of, like we were talking before, we've had a, a unique roller coaster ride here in terms of our schedule, but, um, you know, things are starting to calm down here for us a little bit and trying to get, you know, we're all, I think most high school football coaches are, you know, all about routines and getting in a routine, you know, during the week and on game days and stuff like that. And that's been a little bit of a challenge. And um, so uh, for us, just because of the different days and times that we've played, so I'm confident the coaches have done a great job of keeping the kids, uh, you know, on task at hand. And and uh, we got a great, great big challenge in front of us tonight, and we're you know very much looking forward to it. Coach, from your perspective, how do you handle everybody else saying that it's Omaha North significant drop off two, three, four, then maybe a line again that the target is squarely on your back? How do you make sure that that doesn't become a distraction for your players? Well, we joke around and tell them Stu Pospis was an OPS grad, so he <laughs> definitely is going to give the OPS schools a heart. No, I'm kidding. But, uh, you know, uh, it's just, you know, it is a little pressure on the kids, you know, maybe a little bit on me and, and uh, the coaches and, you know, when the kids uh, – actually act like 15 and 16 year old kids and aren't always perfect we can maybe overreact once in a while but uh, i think we've gotten a lot better at that doug i just think that you know we understand that you know no rankings matter and and things like that until after uh the you know thanksgiving and and we want to be in the hunt and that stuff so you know we our kids we just really talk about the process you know the the commitment level of daily of what it's going to take to be successful and and we don't really get caught up too much about who we're playing it's more about how we play and um you know like i said we've played some very good football teams and and i've been proud of our kids but you know you just you know we've been like no other you know you're going to have some letdowns once in a while and kids are kids they with the social media they can read records compare scores but you know i i think our coaches have done enough you know with our kids to let them know that everybody is is uh you know going to prepare especially obviously this time of the year because your season's over so i know brandon and his staff will have a great game plan coming in here their kids are awfully talented and it's going to be a great high school football game 
Talk with Omaha North Viking head football coach Larry Martin here on the New Tech Seed pregame show. Coach, what was it like, albeit it was a very short time, but you did fall behind after the turnover to a Southwest last week, a place that you hadn't been in uh, this year. Uh, what was that like? You know, once again, I, uh, like I said, uh, not, not done to you, but like I said to the kids, you know, it's, it's just the process. I mean, it's a four-quarter football game. We had that same thing happen to us against Lincoln East, uh, you know, where we um, actually um, – we, we had won so many coin tosses and went on defense and then, uh, <laughs> you know, and we're fortunate enough to stop people. And quite often we were able to score in our first possession. But, you know, it, like I told the kids multiple times is, you know, there's going to be some nights or even throughout a game that, you know, your your offense is going to have to help your defense and your defense is going to have to help your offense and your special teams is going to have to play a role in there. And, and we've really – you know, talk to our kids about that, you know, from the beginning of the school year, you know, the football season, and and giving them examples in the previous seasons of games that we've played in that, you know, if we're going to become the best football team that we can, it can't just be, you know, the defense having to, you know, do this or the offense. So uh, there was no panic by the coaches. Um, you know, the kids just, you know, went back to work and, and handle that. So I, obviously I'm glad that that stuff happens because you never know how your team's going to react until they obviously get put in that position. But it was good for me to see and rewarding that, you know, we went right back to work and didn't panic. I didn't see any different play calling and things like that. The kids just went back to work. So young last year and then made that nice run uh, back to the state semifinals after going back-to-back state championships. You had a ton of kids coming back. Coach, is there one thing that you're even better at this year than maybe you have been the last three, four years? You know, I'm an old believer that, uh, you know, the further you're going to go, it's going to be your defense. And last year, you know, at times we were, uh, you know, that, that, uh, you know, we weren't overly talented not to blame anything remotely on the kids but you just you can't just rely on you know offense you know the old adjective of you know offense sales tickets you know defense I get all that you know but our offense (laughs) has covered us sometimes too but and I just I think we were I thought we thought we were going to have a chance to be pretty good on offense especially running the ball I think our quarterback's done a nice job of and our coaches have done a great job of putting him in positions to be successful and you know you kind of got to feel that out as the the season goes on and and you know Justin's done a nice job there but if I really had to stick on one side you know defense we we've um, you know I'm not nowhere seeing that we're you know the best defense or anything like that but we really you know obviously we got some talent too that which helps but I think we're we're seeing more confidence out there and and kids uh, you know all 11 guys getting to the ball and tackling better in space because these teams are so good about you know uh, getting the ball to kids in space so if I had to say one it would probably be we're we're getting our for no better words, a little bit more of our swagger or confidence back on the defensive side of the ball, which at times last year, you know, uh, was, you know, got away from us. And, and some of that comes down to just, you know, once again, we try not to put things on kids around here, but, you know, some years obviously are a little more talented than you are than other years. Parents don't like to hear that, but <laughs> it's, the, it's just the nature of the beast. We still care about those kids, but, uh, you know, we just got a few more playmakers on that side of the ball as well. Last minute here with Omaha North head football coach Larry Martin getting ready to host Carney High in the uh, state quarterfinals. Coach, uh, you talked about your praise for Coach Cool and what they've been able to do. You can see how they had two vastly different games against the Metro teams that they played this year, a shootout with Creighton Prep, and then really have trouble moving the ball against Millard North. Their defense seems to be uh, what carries them as they showed that against Grand Island last week, who actually put some points up on you. Uh, what does concern you about the Bearcats as you get ready for this one? 
Well, first thing, like I've said, they're well coached in every phase of the game. I think special teams wise, you know, we've seen them return a kickoff, you know, return for a touchdown against uh, the opening kickoff against Millard North. You know, they, you know, had a good punt return, if I remember correctly, against Creighton Prep that gave them a short field to get down in there. So I think they're very well coached and, and do a great job of being unselfish. We think it's the best kickoff return team that we've seen all year long. Uh, we think that they're ranking right up there, if not the best D. We know obviously it's always hard to tell on film, and we won't know until we go against them. But we think their defense might be the best defense that we've seen the entire year. Um, and so, uh, you know, immediately, you know, offensively, I think it goes through their quarterback. And, and uh, you know, at, at times, it, it, you know, they've uh, at times, you know, they've been a more of an I formation team, and, and it looks like it, at times, when that looks like they are a, a spread team. And but the ball is going to go through his hands. He's an awfully talented young man. He's done some great things running the ball, making good decisions, throwing it, you know, with the run pass options. And so I, I, it's just going to be a great challenge for us. But uh, and the, like I said, they do a lot of motions, a lot of. Uh, shifts and things like that, so we got to make sure our communication. But once again, I cannot say enough about Brandon. Those guys—they they, uh, are very well coached, and it's going to take a great effort uh, on our behalf to to be fortunate enough to keep playing another game. No question. All right, Coach, we'll let you get back to preparations, uh, whether it's the Shrine Bowl or the high school season. It's always <laughs> great to chat with you, Coach. So you bet. Uh, best of you luck. Bet. Well, thanks, and travel safely. Okay. Will do. That's the head football coach of the Omaha North top-ranked Vikings, Larry Martin, and we'll return to Kinnick Stadium on the New Tech Seed pregame show and hear from Bearcat head coach Brandon Cool right after this on Classic Hits. It's a new day here at Long John Silver's. Together we're charting a new course forward. How? It's more than great-tasting, sustainably harvested seafood. We're bringing a renewed energy to better restaurant and guest experiences, fun and innovative new meal options, and, of course, great value. We're glad you're on the journey with us. If you haven't stopped by lately, we hope you will. We'll be happy to see you and hope you and your family enjoy a seafood meal that will have you ringing the captain's bell on your way out. Long John Silver's, South 2nd Avenue in Kearney. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. Welcome back to the New Tech Seed pregame show from Kinnick Stadium in Omaha, the Class A state quarterfinals. Catching up with Carney Bearcat coach Brandon Cool, coming off a very impressive shutout of Grand Island in the opening round. And coach, uh, I know Coach Martin just told us he thought you might have the best defense that they've faced all year. And maybe he said that nine other times this season, too. But I think he really respects your defense. How well do you think they actually did play last Friday? You know what? That's probably one of the best uh, best uh, performances we've had all year long, and uh, I think that's a credit to the guys up front, at least stopping the run and getting pressure on the quarterback. And then I thought our secondary and outside linebackers really played extremely well uh, versus the pass. Whether they're throwing the screen game that we're really concerned about, or throwing some deep fade passes, they never were able to complete on a big deep fade pass, uh, which gives teams some momentum once in a while. So overall, uh, one of the best performances of the year. Coach, uh, you have been, we talked about it last week, how fortunate you've been to be healthy all season long. Uh, you will be a man down now tonight, uh, losing in Lucas Cowboy. What happens there with uh, your preparation and who takes his spot? 
No, we go with Bo Schaefer. He's our backup center, and Bo's done a great job of uh, working with that second team. Uh, kind of a tough loss to lose a kid uh, who has put a lot of time and effort into it in Lucas, but uh, that's one of those things where we, we talk about uh, when one guy goes down, we have to have the backup guy ready to go. And so Bo will come in and do a fantastic job for us. Talk with Brandon Cool, head football coach here at the Kearney Bearcats. I asked Coach Martin, how does he keep the kids focused when everybody's telling them they're better than everybody else in the state? Conversely, what do you tell your kids when you're taking on supposedly one of the best teams in the last decade? That's an easy task. Uh, we have no pressure on our sideline. The pressure is on Omaha North uh, trying to uh, keep the ball rolling. So for us, we get to be able to pin our ears back. We get to be able to fly around a little bit more. Uh, have less pressure on us, and uh, hopefully we got the kids in a spot to be successful. We just expect our kids to come out and compete like they've done all year long. And, uh, you know, for us to survive, we're going to have to get some breaks here and there. But uh, uh, I think our kids are excited about this opportunity. What makes Omaha North so good in your eyes? You break them down in all three aspects of the game. I think they're very consistent on on special teams. They have two return men that are uh, that can – move a little bit that can get the ball to the end zone on the kickoff return and the punt return. Looks like they got good foot speed on their coverage teams. Uh, defensively, they're pretty, pretty simple of what they do. Uh, they'll bring a little bit of blitz on the outside, but otherwise they're going to kind of switch up a cover three and a cover four look uh, versus certain formations that will run at them. Um, but overall, they're really good up front. They got a couple deep tackles. They got a lot of pop to them. They got some defensive ends that can run a little bit and really hold up our tight end or hold up our weak tackle. Uh, so the guys up front are ter- terrific, and so we're going to have to get a couple hats on those guys and uh, try to establish the run and then hopefully find the seam in the passing game. And then what really surprised me is I haven't had an opportunity to watch them on film all year long, but offensively we knew they could run the football. They're going to get in that eye set. They're going to run with a fullback lead, and they're going to give it to those eye backs all the time. But I was really impressed with their quarterback. They'll do all this ball fake or hand it off, hand it off, and then they'll ball fake to the eye back. Uh, coming up in the middle, and then he'll drop back and throw a, a 15 to 20 yard out, and he'll be right on a rope. And uh, then they come back, and they got great foot speed on the perimeter where they come back and throw a deep post against our corners, or come back and throw a fade against our corners. And uh, anytime we're doing that, um, we're going to put a lot of pressure on our secondary. There's no doubt about it. So uh, from top to bottom, they're athletic. They got good foot speed. They got a little size. And uh, so for us, we're going to have to get a few breaks and uh, get an opportunity to turn the ball over a couple times. Talking with Cardi Bearcat head football coach Brandon Cool getting ready to take on Omaha North tonight, the number one team in the state. Are you an inspirational rah rah speech type of guy, or how uh, how are you getting the team prepared? No, I think the biggest thing is uh, not not a big rah rah guy. I think our guys are going to uh, uh, you know come out and compete extremely hard. It's kind of the seniors' responsibility to kind of get things cranked up before the game, and and uh, for us to survive, uh, we have to have everything on all cylinders. So. Our kids will compete like they've done all year long, and they'll continue to do that uh, throughout the rest of the season. Coach, we talked about how good the defense was playing. What do you have to do offensively? Is this one of those uh, spread it out and uh, chuck it and don't worry and see if Cannon can uh, move the ball down the field, or is it more close to the vest, try to force a turnover in two, and then and play it from there? You know what? That's a, that's a great scenario. We kind of have a full package in. Um, we're going to try to test out uh, some formations first on how they want to defend us. We're probably adding a little bit more quarterback run than we've done in the past, and so we're going to try to keep the ball with Cannon as much as we can. Uh, they do a good job of attacking our running backs, and so maybe we can dive Cannon back the other direction. 
passing game-wise, they're pretty athletic at the corner position. So we're going to have to keep the game pretty short, uh, short passing games, move the chains, be consistent, and then hopefully find that one big play where we can get points up on the board. So uh, uh, from top to bottom, we're going to kind of figure out how they want to game plan us and make adjustments accordingly. Brandon, I know that uh, this will be a, a big upset if you guys are able to win it, but things like this do happen. But I want to give you an opportunity in case we don't get a chance to chat about uh, another game next week to kind of talk about your season to this point and really this senior class uh, that I'm not going to say it's exceeded expectations, but you've had a really darn good football season. Yeah, no, I think it all stems from a lot of these guys played for us a year ago. And so the game experience coming into this season, we felt comfortable with where we're at. We had to develop some depth in certain spots in order for us to be successful. But uh, our seniors have been gamers uh, ever since they've been in our program. And anytime you have 32 seniors out, you always have a shot at the Class A level. Uh, they put a lot of time and effort into it. Uh, they prepare extremely well. They watch a lot of film. They go to meetings. They practice hard. And so what a great group to work with. And uh, I think the biggest thing that I really recognize uh, with this group is when the lights turn on on a Friday night, they have that extra chip on their shoulder. And when they get it cranked up, uh, they're pretty fun to watch. So uh, uh, we'll try to get that done against, uh, against the Vikings, and hopefully we can continue on our season. Well, as many have said, they wouldn't want anybody else coaching their Bearcats besides you, Coach Cool. So uh, great season, and uh, give them all you got tonight. I know you will. All right, appreciate your coverage. Thank you. That's Brandon Cool, head football coach of the Cardi Bearcats. We'll be back to Kinnick Stadium with the starting lineups for tonight's Class A state quarterfinal right after this. I had some things bothering me, some pain, and doctors suspected that it was cancer. All of a sudden, I get a call, and I found out the cancer is moving to your lungs very rapidly. You need to go see Dr. Pornshai immediately. I had knew about the Morrison Cancer Center, yes. I had heard some good things about it. I didn't even think about going anywhere else. Chemo is very tough. They cared about every step of the process. They made you feel at home as, as well as they can in a cancer center. I had nine weeks of treatment, and then you know, we did a couple more tests down the road with them, and then they said things started to turn around a little. It was, uh, I don't know, it's hard to describe. It was like a weight being lifted. It changes your life every minute for the rest of it. I'm Ronald Faber, and I was treated here in Mary Lanning. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Time now for the starting lineups on the New Tech Seed pregame show, brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. First off, for the Vikings of Omaha North, at center number 55, 6'2", 220-pound junior, DeAndre Butts. At guard, on the right side, number 57, 6'1", 240-pound senior Nick Oss. And the left guard, number 79, 6'1", 290-pound senior All-Stater Kendrick Parker. Your tackles on the right side, number 75, 6'2", 235-pound junior Desmond Brown. And the left tackle, number 78, 6'5", 320-pound senior Kevin Williams. The tight end is number 88. A 6'4", 233-pound senior in Damon Jones. Then we get to the offensive side and the weapons wide receiver. Number three, a 5'11", 180-pound senior, Zion Williams. And number 18, 6'2", 170-pound senior, Chad Aaliyah. The fullback is number 32, a 5'9", 205-pound senior, Larry Bell. The dangerous eyeback is number 7, 5'7", 160-pound junior, Milton Sarbaugh. And the quarterback, number 12, 5'10", 185-pound senior, 
Justin Jackson Williams. The head coach at Omaha North is Larry Martin. They come in with a record of 10 and 0 on the season and ranked number one in the state of Nebraska in all classes and have not had very many close games all season long. They were able to uh, route just about everyone. The opening night, Millard North, they won by 20. That is their closest game, 21 over Burke, 27 over Lincoln Pius the 10th, and then they scored 36 points in the second quarter to beat Lincoln Southwest last week, 57-10. to 10. For the Kearney High Bearcats, the center is number 52, 6'200 pound senior Bo Schaefer getting the start for the injured Lucas Kalb injured last week. At guard on the left side, number 62, 6'6", 265-pound senior Rudy Stouffer. And the right guard, number 71, 5'10", 220-pound senior Noah Journey. The tackles on the left side, number 64, 6'3", 225-pound senior Joaquin Robinson. And on the right side, 6'2", 255-pound junior, number 75, Lee Harrington. Your wideouts, number 42, 6'2", 204-pound senior Brock Marlett plays the Y. The Z is number 8, 5'9", 155-pound senior Trey Clevenger. And the X is number 1, 6'2", 170-pound senior Brant Barth. The H-back is number 5, 5'11", 168-pound senior Trey Gruby. The I-back, number 13, 6'3", 214-pound senior Noah Urbanic. And the quarterback, number 6, 6'3", 205-pound junior Cannon Coster. Now, Urbanics are starting eye back, but he's actually not the leading rusher on the team. You'll see Nate Berg, the 600, the six foot 175 pound senior in the ball game, as will number 30, 5'11, 180 pound senior Tanner Ellingson. The head coach of the Bearcats is Brandon Cool, 8 and 2 on the season, ranked seventh in the state. There are two losses to Miller North and Omaha Creighton Prep, and they shut out Grand Island in the opening round last week, 17 to nothing. Our injury report is brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. Obviously, uh, a few banged-up kids, but just recently, Braxton Allen, outstanding linebacker and kicker for Coach Larry Martin, probably will not be in the game tonight. And Lucas Kalb, who uh, was injured after a touchdown run last week, tore his ACL, and now he joins the rest of his team on the sideline. That is our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. Omaha North, Kearney High, ready to kick off the Class A quarterfinals right after this. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. You've been listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show. New Tech Seed, your yield leader. Contact Terry and Jason Stark or a New Tech Seed dealer near you. Doug Duda along with Larry Baker. Omaha North won the toss. They decided to defer, so Carney High will get the ball, and this might be a spot where the Bearcats have an opportunity to make something happen, Larry. Well, yeah, no doubt about it, and the thing is, Doug, is you want to take advantage of these, and the return game for the Bearcats is very good, and uh, Omaha North hasn't gotten it to the end zone time after time this year. Carney actually stands about the 13, expecting a short kick here from Sarbaugh, 
and he is going to pop it high in the air, and it is returnable, taken at the 10-yard line by Gruby. Left sideline, 20-25. He's got room. 30, 35, 40. Last man gets him out of bounds, and the kicker, Sarbaugh, popped him hard at the 45 into the Omaha North bench. Gruby pops up, and Carney off to a good start here. Now can they do something with it as the offense led by junior quarterback Cannon Coster will take over at the 45-yard line. Yeah, that's the exact start you needed, Doug. They blocked it up well. He got up the sideline, uh, and Sarbaugh was the last guy. Uh, they just didn't have any room to make a move on him. If he could have, I mean, he was going to go there. Sarbaugh, Sarbaugh does make a good tackle. So Carney High will put Coster under center. He'll stack twins to the right, then put Clevenger in motion from left to right, giving him trips on that side. Coster's first play is a pitch over to Urbanic, who weaves his way for about a yard to the 46-yard line and is gang tackled there, and I think we're going to see a lot of that tonight from the North defense. Probably won't just need one man to make the tackle unless it's behind the line of scrimmage. Yeah, and I like the way they ran their toss there, Doug. They really stretched the outside of the defense, and then he cut it back in. That's smart. Make Omaha North be gap sound. At some point, they'll chase a smoke or a mirror, and Carney will bust one off of that, Doug. I like the play call. Jordan Strong on the defensive line, now out of the pistol. Coster, quick little screen pass out here is complete into the hands of Clevenger into Omaha North Territory, and he's tripped up two yards short of the first down at the 47. That'll be a gain of seven. Yeah, that was a great pass by Coster, catch by Clevenger. That was the tunnel screen that we know Grand Island runs so well. Sometimes when you prepare for something like crazy, you say, what the heck, let's run it on our side. We've run it enough. So it'll be third down and two, important third down. You don't want to waste that great kickoff. Stay on the field here for a little bit. The opening minute and a half of the ball game. They're going to line up in the pro-I formation, and they will send Clevenger now in motion right to left. Fake the pitch. It's going to be a quarterback rollout. Coster under some pressure. He rolls, he rolls. He throws out in the flat. It is complete. Out into the flat to Marlette at the 35, down the sideline, 30, and he's pushed out of bounds at the 27-yard line. A gain of 20 and a first down for the Bearcats. Doug, this is exactly what we talked about at the top of the broadcast. What they do is they got in the uh, I-Pro there and then motioned and just ran naked boot there, okay? They showed the run, ran boot, and that's run-pass option. Anytime you can get RPO in that third and short, dynamite play call, and it was executed perfectly. And they gave Coster time to get out there and throw the football. Now back to the eye on first down and 10. They'll give it to the fullback, and this time Barth, or excuse me, Dinkle, will crash inside the 25 to the 24. Yeah, and that's a great job. That's a gain of just about three, Doug, about two and a half or three. This is what Carney's got to do. They can take some chunks when they're around. It's not going to come off and be willing to grind tonight and take these two to four-yard gains, shorten this game, and make money when you can. They've got this thing in scoring territory, Doug. It is a two-yard gain by Dinkle, first and ten for Carney High at the 24-yard line of Omaha North. They go with a 4-3 defensive look. Coster straight back to pass. Has time in the pocket. Floats it out here in miscommunication with his wide receiver target, Noah Arandondo. Arandondo ran inside the 5. The pass floated out much shorter around the first down marker at the 15. Yeah, there, Doug, they were trying to, Carney was trying to run the smash route, and the receiver took his uh, too far inside, took the slant too far inside. It is third down and 8. Carney on the opening possession of the ball game. Coster actually runs all the way over to the sideline to get the play. Clock stopped with 9.38 to go here in the first quarter, and the Bearcats facing third down and eight at the 24-yard line of North. 
Spread out wide to the right. Brant Barth, man-on-man coverage. Twins to the left, now trips to the left. And they will empty the backfield with Urbanic. And the snap goes through Coster's hands. Off the turf, he picks it up. Rolls out here, tries to float it to Urbanic, and it's incomplete. When Urbanic saw the snap go awry, he started to go back to try and cover it. And it busted the play up. Had they been able to hook up, he was behind the defensive back. He would have had the entire sideline. But it was a busted play on the snap. Boy, Urbanic, though, you've got to give him a lot there, Doug. He kept that thing in scoring position. You're going to see a field goal attempt here off of this. That thing bounced back to where there was no field goal attempt. If he doesn't, isn't Coster isn't as smart with that ball as he was. From the left hash, a 41-yarder for Paloma. Good snap. The boot is away, and it is short. It was a great kick. It looked like he tried to get under it and get some air under it so it doesn't get blocked, Doug, and it just didn't have enough gas. I mean, it literally hit uh, the crossbar, so it was close. So with 9.27 to go here in the first quarter, Paloma, who was one of three last week, missed a couple of long ones in that contest against Grand Island, uh, hit one shorter one in that 17-0 victory. And now the ball, because it went through the end zone, will be marked at the 20-yard line, and Omaha North, with the highest octane offense in Class A, will have their first shot. It would have been great for the Bearcats to just get any points on the board there. First down and 10. They will just go with a base set here, kind of an offset eye for the quarterback, Jackson Williams. He'll give it to Sarbaugh straight up the middle, and wrapping him up after a short gain will be Robinson. Close to the 24, they might give him the 25. Yeah, it's old school. Like I said, if you've ever watched Nebraska back in the old days with Keith Jones and... Leotis Flowers and all the good ones, Doug. That's what you get out of Omaha North. That eye back is set back there at about seven yards, and it's all zone up front. They don't pin and pull, and it, he comes downhill hard with the fullback set only at about three yards. He's 205 pounds in Bell. Straight back to pass. They'll throw it out here in the flat. It's completed the 30 to the 35, and picking up another yard there will be Aliyah. And a first down here for the Vikings to the 37, a gain of 12. Yeah, good coverage there, Doug. One of the things in a high school football game, whether it's Class A or not, most generally you don't expect your quarterback to be able to make some of those throws where you can really drive the ball in there, and uh, this quarterback can about 60 degrees here at kickoff, 63, and the wind at 5 as we are seated outside here at Kinnick. First and 10, Sarbaugh off the left side, makes the first man miss, and then gets planted at the 40-yard line. Bearcats getting in there and making another good defensive play. Looked like that was the linebacker, Urbanic, and he will stick him after a gain of 3. That's what's going to hurt, though, Larry. You look at that, it looks like you stuck him at the line of scrimmage, but it was actually a three-yarder. Yeah, and it was, I mean, if Urbanic doesn't plan him, the band's playing right now. I mean, he planted him, but he Urbanic was the only guy that he was going to have to make miss there. Uh, Omaha North is controlling the line of scrimmage right now. It is second down and seven. Stack in the box is Carney. They'll hand it Sarbaugh left side. Comes to the outside, 45-50, and he'll be tripped up just as he gets into Bearcat territory. First down and 10 here for Omaha North. Yeah, and that was just an outside stretch there. They pulled the backside guard, and he was able to get the kick out. Uh, Trey Clevenger there for Carney's going to make the tackle, does a nice job making the tackle. But you see Sarbaugh's burst when he gets to the edge. they got to keep that dude in the backfield. So 
Millard North on or Omaha North on their first possession. Scoreless, 7.40 to go here. First and 10 at the Kearney, 49. Sarbaugh up the middle, and he'll try the right side this time and be dropped there. I think they have went to a different Sandra running back. Gray. Yep, Gray will come in and carry the ball. They'll have about three different guys that they can put back there, and Gray's going to pick up two. And that's what we talked about is, you know, you want to give Sarbaugh a quick blow, you bring in a 1,000-yard rusher in Class A and Xander Gray, and it's just very, very tough uh, thing to deal with. And then that fullback just all of a sudden can just blast it if it's strong that they have back there. Shane Smith runs the play in here, back to the I formation, single wideouts right and left. On second down and eight, they'll throw a quick little out, complete at the 41, first down inside the 40. That's the quickness. This is what Coach Brandon Cool was really concerned about as they'll get it to Smith at the 35, another gain of 12. Yeah, what they're, you know, and it's completely understandable. Carney's got their dudes up front. They have to be gap sound because Omaha North wants to run it, but they've thrown the ball for 1,100 yards this year, Doug. So they're playing their coverage just off a little, and they're running two, three, and four, five hitches. All two, three hitch or four, five hitches, and the quarterback can spin it well enough. It is first down and 10, the third first down of the drive here for Omaha North. Boy, they had an uncovered wide receiver, Zion Williams. He was trying to get the quarterback's attention. What he did was get Carney's attention, and now they'll hand it off to Gray. Xander inside the 30, close to the first down marker again to about the 27, a gain of nine. Carney did a nice job there, Doug. They rallied to the ball. But Xander Gray just kept chopping his feet, and just they, they couldn't get him to the ground. Nick Goss, the right guard at 240. Desmond Brown, the right tackle at 235. Uh, left side, you've got 290 and 320. So they're, they're going to go to that side of the field probably more often tonight. Manny Smith will split out wide to the left, out of the I formation, second and one. Bell is your fullback, and they will give it to Bell, and he's looking for a hole and then just runs over a Carney defender, but making the tackle... For the Bearcats will be Zach King, and it's enough for the first down to the 29, a gain of three. Yeah, and King did a great job there, Doug. You know, he's 5'10", 190, and he stepped up on a big fullback to make that tackle. Well, Bell wasn't looking to dance. He was looking for somebody to run over. He actually was flat-footed after they gave him the ball, found his target, and ran it over for a gain of three. First and 10 Vikings at the Bearcat, 24 scoreless in the opening quarter. And the pitch play right side. It's Gray again. Big hole inside the 20. Cuts back to the 10. He's at the 5. Lowers his shoulder. He's into the end zone for the first touchdown of the night. A 24-yard run for Xander Gray. Yeah, and there's nothing special about that, Doug. That whole drive, all they ran where it was either a 2-3 hitch or a 4-5 hitch, and then it was power and toss. Our 5 points bank touchdown to start the night. A 24-yard scamper for Xander Gray. And now Omaha North will... Line up for the extra point, and Milton Sarbaugh does that as well. Not only is he their leading rusher, even at the Class A level, he's the kicker and punter. The holder will be Houston Fogelstrom. He's going to just take one step and boot it. There's nothing big about this. And the extra point kick is popped up, and it is good. So with 5.33 to go in the first quarter, Omaha North strikes first. It's the Vikings 7, Carney nothing on Classic Hits. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. 
for professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. You're listening to High School Football here on PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance, Kearney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. And, of course, on Classic Hits 98.9 with our producer-engineer back at the studio, Ed Smith and Larry Baker. I'm Doug Duda. And for the second time, it is Omaha North ready to kick it away. Kick it away. An 80-yard drive that took... Just under four minutes, capped off by the 24-yard run by Xander Gray. Carney's got to get something going here. That was a good first drive. It's a great way to start the game offensively, Doug. Omaha North was starting to approach the kick, and evidently somebody has some problems with the uniform. And so uh, I don't Raymond... think he had his knees covered, Doug. You cannot, you know, a lot of times these uh, Omaha, a lot of high school kids, but especially in the class A, they want to look like the college guys. He had his pants pulled up over his knees. You cannot do that. Your knees have to be covered. You can't, you know, in, in college you see the dudes play and they're wearing, like, uh, pants that don't even go to the knee. The kick is away. This time they're going to angle it towards Urbanic. He'll take it at the 14 on the sideline, 20, get what he can up the sideline. Collision as he gets to the 27. Then he's tackled out of bounds, and here comes the flag. A late hit on Omaha North, the first penalty of the ball game. Tack on 15, and the Bearcats will get it around the 44-yard line. So the first drive at the 45, this will be between the 43 and the 44. Yeah, and they kicked it to Urbanic trying to keep the big return from happening, Doug. And then they whacked him out of bounds and great field position again. The Bearcats returned the opening kickoff to the 45, got a first down, but then missed a 41-yard field goal on a fourth and two. And the Bearcats will have good field position again. Coster was two for four on the first drive for 27 yards. They had two runs for three yards. A 20-yard pass to Brock Marlette was the first down that they converted. Yeah, Carney Catholic, or excuse me, Carney, the Stars, they're at halftime right now uh, leading 17-10. But Carney High here, Doug, they just stay the course. That was a great first drive. Just didn't get the field goal in. Had the bad snap that kind of stopped it. Stay the course and do your job here. So once again, they'll start at their own 45. I don't get, know, they only marked it to the 40. I have no oh. idea why. They went out of bounds at the 29-yard line. Yeah, I wonder if Carney has caught on to that. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's telling them. There's still some chatting here, but it looks like this is where it's going to stay. So Bearcats will start at the 40-yard line, first down and 10. Out of the shotgun, Coster with his back flanking him to the right. Coster's going to keep it, finds a little crease, tries to dance, breaks outside, 45, has the first down into Omaha North Territory, and he'll be pushed out of bounds at the 47-yard line. Yeah, and he made two really good moves on that run, Doug. That was just read option, quarterback kept it. They've got Omaha North's defense kind of standing. They're not playing with any speed or electricity right now. This is what we talked about. Carney just keeping uh, Omaha North guessing here a little bit because Omaha North's not playing fast on defense at all, Doug. Omaha North, just the second Friday night game all year where they actually had school. They played a lot of Thursday and Friday afternoon games on first and 10. 
Coster going to keep it again. Has room around the right side. Makes a man miss at the 45 to the 40. Drug down at the first down marker again and should have it at the 38-yard line. Yeah, and that's Omaha North. not the zone uh, option again where the quarterback keeps it outside. And the key here is, is Omaha North is not respecting Coster. They're not playing an overhang backer away from the running back, Doug. So now what's going to have to happen is you're going to have to stretch that back that backer out, and the running back's going to get some room. First and 10 at the north, 38-yard line. High formation, single wideouts right, left, and some movement. And Omaha North looks like maybe they're going to be offsides with number 70, Maka Butler. Yeah, Makai Butler's Mekhi offsides Butler, yeah. there, Doug. Uh, but here's the thing, like that mistake and some of this stuff in here, what you've got to do if you're Cardi High is stay the course. Omaha North will become uh, – they're, they're not the toughest team in the world to rattle. And, and, and to get uh, playing out of themselves a little bit. Omaha North was a little slow out of the gate last week, fell behind to Southwest, and it was 14-10 in the second quarter, and then they scored 36. First down and five. Coster straight back to pass, looking to go to the end zone. It's a jump ball. It's underthrown, and it is picked off. That's number 17 on the season. That was the one thing we said is you can't throw it up to them. Uh, you got to be careful and pick your spots because they will pick you off. Vernon Johnson will come up with the interception, the 140-pound junior. Saw it was underthrew, boxed out the wide receiver, and leapt into the air. And, again, with all due respect, these are going to be the fastest defensive backs you probably see. It's like taking it to that next level uh, for maybe Cannon Coster. And it was well covered. He took his shot, but it was well Well, defended. and I think the trouble there was, Doug, actually is Makai Butler – came free on the defensive line for Omaha North and Coster had him dead in his face and Coster threw it off of his back foot. So it'll be first down and 10 at their own four, already leading it 7 to nothing, And they've got the quick back in there right now in Milton Sarbaugh. Sarbaugh will get across the 10. He's going to get to the 15. He's going to have the first down out to the 16. A 12-yard gain for Milton Sarbaugh, four carries, 31 yards, and boy, you have to feel right now Carney High has let two golden opportunities slip away. You couldn't have asked for much more on their first two possessions, and then they get stymied in Omaha North Territory, a missed field goal and an interception. Well, and the other thing is, Doug, is you've got them dead at the four. You've got to play defense, and now they've got a first and 10 out of the 15. I think that's what we're going to learn tonight is it's probably almost impossible to stop the North offense as Sarbaugh will take it to the 19-yard line a gain of three. Some early scores in Class A. Lincoln East, three to nothing over the four-seed Omaha Burke. And it is Bellevue West and Millard West, 14-14 in the first quarter. Millard North and Creighton Prep uh, underway as well in the first. In Class B, Elkhorn South leads Aurora, seven to nothing in the first at the half. McCook, 24. Blair, nothing. Nora, seven. Omaha, Scott, nothing. And Gretna, 14. Beatrice, nothing at the first quarter break. Here it is, seven nothing. Omaha North. Capping an 80-yard drive, and now they have it first, second, and seven. Pitch play right side, Sarbaugh gets across the 20, runs into a couple of Carney defenders, and they'll drag him down from behind near the 22, maybe the 23-yard line. A gain of four. It'll be third down and three. Yeah, and they do a nice job. Urbanic got there, Urbanic, uh, uh, Doug, but it's still, I mean, I mean, they're just churning it away. And Omaha North, I mean, there's nothing fancy here. They've had two formations. They've been in the eye or they've offset the fullback in the eye <laughs> with a receiver to each side. That's it. Halftime in C1, Carney Catholic 17, Wahoo 10 on ESPN 1460, Bishop Newman 34, Ogallala 7. 
And they're underway. O'Neill, Aquinas, and Arlington Boys Town. Third down and a long three. Pitch play. They get it back to uh, Xander Gray. Gray's going to run over a man, break a tackle, 35-40, and now he's into the secondary. Stiff arm, 50 to the 40, breaks another tackle, and finally going to be shoved out of bounds by Zach King. Ryan Koski was trying to drag him down for about 20 yards. Doug, he might be the guy that they stay with here tonight. Sarbaugh's the big home run, dude but they cannot find a way to get Xander Gray to the ground. That's the third time tonight that Carney has been gap sound. They've played it correctly. They've got to where they're supposed to get to, and Xander Gray just has refused to go down, and that one went for a bunch. That is a 48-yard gain from their own 22 all the way down to the Carney 30. First down and 10, 249 to go here in the first quarter. 7-0 north, an 80-yard drive, and this one started at their own four. Jackson Williams. Out of the eye formation, fakes the pitch, back to pass, under some pressure, throws it down the middle. This has a chance to be picked, but it is stripped away. Incomplete at the five-yard line. Arandondo in there along with Koski as they tried to get it down the middle of the football field for Smith, and it was knocked out. They did a great job there, Doug. He ripped it out, and it squirted in the air about 10 feet, and nobody saw it. That thing really could have gotten picked after they ripped it out. Just a good, good offensive series. And uh, this, again, is what Coach Cool was really worried about. He says, even if we stop the run, Jackson Williams is a really good quarterback. Bell, the fullback, and Xander Gray, the eyeback, 6'1", 220, sophomore. Already has 83 yards rushing. And they'll give it to him on the draw. And a big hole up the middle, 25-20, runs over a man, first down to the 16-yard line. That is 14 more for Gray. Yeah, and Ryan Koski makes a good tackle there, Doug. But that was flat out just the lead draw uh, on that thing. Uh, on that, just a lead draw uh, where it looks like ISO, but they do throw it in the air just a bit. Uh, to, or, uh, up, Quarterback takes it up to make it look like it's pass. They'll split Aliyah out to the left on first down and 10. And Williams to the right. Offset eye. Pitch play. Sarbaugh follows his fullback. Bell bounces to the outside. 10. Gets inside the 10 and drunk down from behind near the six-yard line by Urbanic. They'll mark him at the 7. And that should be enough for another first down. Our referee eyes it from the far side of the field. And they will say it's a first down without measurement. First down and 10. Yeah, and that's just a little toss, Doug, and they take and block everything down, and then they're pulling the onside guard, and he's doing a dynamite job. He's getting his eyes inside as he pulls, and he's picking up that uh, force player. They can't stop it. First and goal at the seven. Sarbaugh, the eye back, and a quarterback runs right into him, so then he bounces out to the left side and still gets into the end zone. That was supposed to be right up the middle, but once he ran into him, it shoved him out to the left. And it threw off what Carney's eyes were looking at in well, the backfield, and he scored. It was a good thing, Doug, if you're Omaha North. Carney High, they had three guys win at the line of scrimmage. They were going to swallow him for about a four- or five-yard loss, and he runs into the quarterback, and as you said, it shoves him off to the left, and he was able to run to the corner of the end zone and get in. A 96-yard drive after the inter- interception by Vernon Johnson, and Milton Sarbaugh takes it in. From seven yards out, now the extra point for Fogelstrom. And before we can get this, we have got whistles and a flag. It's going to be a false start. That'll mark him back five yards. Yeah, and as you, I mean, 
Carney's had two. You know, we talked about this needing to somewhat be on the offense tonight. The offense has really kind of done its job. They've, you know, got down there twice and didn't score, but the defense has really let them down because it looks right now like you could set the ball on the one-inch line from Omaha North's one-inch line, and they could drive the field. They have not been slowed yet. Extra point. Carney brings the pressure. The kick is away, and it gets there, but barely, and it's going to be off to the right. No good. So the PAT was misstruck, and the kick is no good. So with 1.50 to go in the first quarter of play, it is Omaha North 13, Kearney High nothing. The five points bank touchdown, a seven-yard run by Milton Sarbaugh. It's a new day here at Long John Silver's. Together we're charting a new course forward. How? It's more than great-tasting, sustainably harvested seafood. We're bringing a renewed energy to better restaurant and guest experiences, fun and innovative new meal options, and, of course, great value. We're glad you're on the journey with us. If you haven't stopped by lately, we hope you will. We'll be happy to see you and hope you and your family enjoy a seafood meal that will have you ringing the captain's bell on your way out. Long John Silver's, South 2nd Avenue in Kearney. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. Doug Duda along with Larry Baker at Kinnick Stadium in Omaha. It's at Omaha Northwest High School. Omaha North does not have a home field, Larry. Now, we were talking about that earlier. You know, Doug, they used to. Uh, in fact, we were laughing up here earlier, H and uh, Tyler Herman and I, you know, they used to have one. It was a nice turf field, and right after they put it in, somebody went and lit it on fire, and they burned the whole center of it out, and I don't know if they've ever replaced it or what the story was. So now they're going to put the ball on the right hash, a high, high kick taken at the 15-yard line by Gruby, up to the 20, 25. He's got room, 30, 35, and he's tripped up from behind as he got to the 40. I think that might have even been the turf monster. Doug, it was. That got him. Nobody touched him. Gruby saw that he was going to have one man to beat, and he, he had-, had the blocker out in front of him. And he stubbed his toe on the turf, but still great field position at the 44-yard line. He had two blockers out in front of him, Doug, and it, the turf monster reached up and grabbed him. I'm a little surprised at how poor the kick return or kick coverage is for Omaha North. They've had plenty of practice. R- yes, they have. <laughs> <laughs> 13 to nothing. Carney High is going to go with trips. Twins way out to the right. A little shift in defense from Omaha North. Coster still looking at the sideline. He'll send Gruby in motion from right to left out of the shotgun. And he'll come to the short side of the field, take the snap, fake it to Berg. Quarterback draw up the middle, getting to the 45 and stacked up there a one-yard run for Coster. He is bowled over there by Cyrus Collins. Yeah, and where they had uh, that time, they ran read option, Doug, and took it in the A-gap on the keep where the money they made on the last series was him getting it outside. And I still think that's what's there. Omaha North right now is not respecting that outside quarterback run. They're not putting the overhang backer out there. 13-0 Omaha North, a minute 10 to go here in the first quarter. North has 176 yards of offense on two drives. 
Back to pass, Coster looking to set up the middle screen. It's complete, Marlette's got all day. 50-40, right side 35, makes a juke, makes the man miss to the 30, still making spin moves all the way down to the 25-yard line, a gain of 30, and once again, third possession, third time, deep into North Territory. Yeah, Doug, it's a great play call. I think Carney's picked it up. Every time they get in spread and they go to pass, Omaha North's auto-blitzing the outside linebacker. And that's not a called blitz. They've just, whatever this week, they've decided if they get in spread, you know, two-by-one or three-by-one, and they go to throw it, blitz, and they had the screen called right behind it. Great play call. Now the Bearcats have to find some points. Ball on the right hash, and so is every member of the Bearcats. Over on the right side, they'll hand it off. Berg, a little hole off the right side. Good kick-out block. Gets to the 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Bearcats. Nate Berg followed some great blocking, and the Bearcats are on the board against number one North. Doug, I'm just telling you, Lee Harrington uh, for Carney just absolutely buried the D end, and that was the block that he needed. What a great block. Our five points bank touchdown, a 25-yard run on the first touch for Nate Berg. And now an extra point for Leo Paloma. The snap, good. The kick on the way and buries it right down the middle with 36 seconds to go in the first quarter of play. Omaha North 13, Kearney High 7. The University of Nebraska at Kearney is ready to make a difference for you. Here, you'll get a quality education and graduate on time with less debt. You'll also have an unforgettable college experience. Join a club, become a leader, make a real difference for yourself and others. Choosing the right college is a big decision. Trust your future with people who care about your success. Choose the University of Nebraska at Kearney, because we are difference makers. Visit unk.edu and schedule a campus visit today. Today, more and more people are insuring their homes with us through Auto Owners Insurance. I'm Dave Challey at Barney Insurance. We'll provide low-cost, quality protection, claim service second to none, and if you insure both your home and car through Auto Owners Insurance, you'll qualify for additional premium discounts. Stop by or give us a call at 237-2222. We're Barney Insurance. Time is the true test of endurance. Barney Doug Duda along with Larry Baker. A big thank you as always to the many fine sponsors joining us here tonight from Kinnick Stadium. Carney High's on the board, and they'll boot it away for the first time in the contest. Paloma, a low line drive kick. It's returnable at the 10-yard line. It's Sarbaugh up to the 15, to the 20, and Carney High does good coverage that time. Alan Gordon, pardon me, with the return that time. Five, not seven, and a good coverage by the Bearcats. Yeah, there it is. So now... You've given them the 80-yard field again, Doug. There's 78-yard field here. you got to play now. Carney High's defense has got to step up because what they're being asked to do, Doug, is not a big deal. You're being asked to be gaps down and make a tackle. And as a coach, that's what you tell them. Right here, guys, there ain't nothing fancy here. This is fifth-grade stuff. Shed your blocker, get in your gap, and make a tackle. That's right. Shed your 290 and 320-pound <laughs> blocker right. on the left side. First down and 10, offset eye, Bell the fullback, and it's Gray in there as the eye back. They've had trouble tackling him, and he gets five, well, four, four quick across the 25 to the 26. Well, I'm just telling you, and I'm not a complainer, but Kendrick Parker just absolutely tackled uh, for Carney uh, Joaquin Robinson. Like, just tackled him. I mean, that was as bad a hold as you're ever going to get. 
And that will be the final play of the first quarter in our Class A quarterfinal game from Kinnick Stadium. Number one, Omaha North, 13. And number seven, Carney, seven. You're listening to high school football on Classic Hits 98.9, KKPR-FM, Carney Hastings, Grand Island, and online at platteriverpreps.com. I was raised in a little town eight miles southwest of here. And from my first day, 18 years ago, I loved working at Mary Lanning because of the people. My daily routine is I get in and see as many people as I can, see if there's anything special that they would need. It's just about being there. I graduated with a full-ride scholarship to Colorado Art Institute in Denver, and I turned that down because I wanted to be a cowboy. The artwork that I do is very, very soothing for me, and it just relaxes me, and it lets me realize I've just been very blessed. My name is Ron Meyer. I'm a customer advocate for Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Check our PlatteRiverPreps.com scoreboard in C2, UTAN 7, St. Paul nothing in the second quarter. Wilbur Claytonia leads Hardington Cedar Catholic 14-0. Battle Creek over Oakland Craig 14-7. Those are in the second. In the third, Valentine leads Crofton by a score of 20-14. Here it is Omaha North 13, Kearney 7. North faces second down and seven at their own 25 as we start the second quarter of play. Jackson Williams pitch play gray. Hole over the left side, runs over a man, cannot bring him down, 30-35. And finally, bringing him down and riding his back is Ben Dinkle. But it's another 10-yard gain here. Gray, six carries, 101 yards, and a touchdown in the first quarter. And you can give him 10 more there. He's now got 111. The 11th first down for Omaha North. Carney High had five first downs. Coster threw for 57 yards, ran for 23, Berg, the 25-yard touchdown run. Yeah, and he's got more than 100 after first contact, Doug. First down and 10. Give it to the eye back again. Sarbos starts up the middle, now pops outside, and he's going to be tackled behind the line of scrimmage. Grabbing him is Trey Gruby. Yeah, Trey Gruby did a great job there, Doug. And this is where I'm saying, now right now, do you see Gray's coming back in the game? Right there, first contact, Gruby got him to the ground. And and you, you get the big loss. What they haven't been able to do with Gray is make that first contact pay off, and there, uh, Gruby gets a hold of Milton Sarbaugh and gets him to the ground immediately. The first negative yardage play of the ball game for Omaha North. A minute into the second quarter, wide left is Zion Williams, and they have got Aliyah out to the right, out of the eye formation. Jackson Williams, long count, five-step drop, wants to throw it far, Fly pattern, trying to get it down the sideline. Pushing off is going to be Williams, but it didn't matter. It's over his head and incomplete. Ryan Koski on the coverage. Yeah, they did a really good job there, uh, Doug. Do the Bearcats um, making sure and covering that fade pattern. Uh, one of the other things that I'm noticing here is when Gray's in the game, that eye is at about four or five yards instead of that seven or eight. He's just a bigger dude, gets more downhill. Carney, can they get their first stop of the night? Third down and 12 at their own 33-yard line. Twins left out of the shotgun this time for Jackson Williams. He's in the pocket, has time, throws over the middle, and it is caught. But he's short of the first down by about a yard into the hands of Smith. Manny Smith 
slid down on a low pass, and it is fourth and one, and I'm sure North is going to go for it. And Trey Gruby there did a great job. He was lost in coverage a little bit, and then he got himself downhill. He just about got it, got there to get his hand on the ball. This is the scary one, Doug, that we talked about earlier. What you don't know here is if Omaha North goes for it, is it the big fullback that can bust your teeth out, or are you expecting the big fullback and all of a sudden the fast eyeback takes off? Jonathan Baltimore comes in. Bell is the fullback, and they bring Xander Gray, the 220-pound eyeback, in. And they'll give it to Gray straight up the middle, first down, still turning. And now the ball is up to the 45, and penalty flags come in. I think I I, get, I must have been on the wrong guy. Gray popped to the right side. I thought they had him at the 50, and he slid out of there. Yeah, he did. It was the same thing he's been doing all night. They just can't get him brought down. They threw the flag. Um, Zion Williams destroyed the back judge, and I mean blasted him for Omaha North. My guess is this will be a face mask. Targeting on Carney. Tough thing is, Doug, that's where you get the situation where the back is stood up and he's just kind of chopping his feet and guys are coming. You can't get him down. And that dude just jumps off the roof, your safety or something, and you just blast him as he's standing there. You got to get him to the ground somehow, but that flag will usually come out in that type of situation. That is the first penalty of the ball game on a Bearcats. And so first down for Omaha North. And then 10 more, another first down, moves it to the 30. North able to convert the fourth and one. They're up 13 to 7, 940 and counting to go here in the first half. Pitch play gray. Starts left, hitting the backfield, but just drags the defender with him for about three. That's actually one of his shortest runs of the ball game. And over there in on the tackle for Carney High is Bo is uh Rudy Stouffer. Yeah, Doug, and Gray's gonna come out and uh Sarbaugh's coming back in, but the Bearcats uh, had Gray about three yards deep again, and he turns that into a three-yard gain, four-yard gain. It's just a situation where they can't – the Bearcats cannot find a way to get him to the ground. Still back in the eye here with Sarbaugh dotting it. Second and seven pitch play. Sarbaugh tries to get to the outside. He's tripped up but won't fall down. He was hit in the backfield that time, Larry, by Robinson, and he just wouldn't go down, and he squirts inside the 25 to the 23. Instead of a loss of one, it's a gain of four. Yeah, you'll never get that described well enough on the radio. He gets blasted from behind. His whole body stops. Looked like he was breakdancing the way he completely fell backwards and then was able to jet forward. Looked like his Achilles blew out. Yeah. Oh, well, what a move. Third down and three. Michael would be proud. That's right. Of that breakdance. High formation now on third and three at the 23. Jackson Williams, draw play, Sarbaugh right at the 20. I think they're going to say he is short. It'll be fourth and inches at the 21. You know, somewhere in here, Carney's just got to bow up. I mean, they're making them work much harder for this than they had on the last series. Here, Omaha North does the exact same substitutions they did the first time, Doug, uh, bringing Jonathan Baltimore in and getting big. Manny Smith checks in late here. Eight minutes in counting to go in the first half. Class A state quarterfinals on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Omaha North 13, Kearney 7. They converted fourth on the earlier portion of this drive. Fourth and inches. Jackson Williams gives it to Gray. He's got the first down and then is thrown down by Dinkle at the 18-yard line. Got three and needed a half. I mean, the good thing is there, Ben Dinkle at least blasts him and makes sure it goes good. Lee Harrington, this isn't good for the Bearcats. Lee Harrington just left the game. 
his helmet came off, and of course, by rule, you know, he has to come off for one play. He was holding it up in the air as he went because, oh yeah, then he just had to go all the way to the track. There's parts of his helmet everywhere. They got to get this thing fixed, or they need to grab a freshman's helmet and make sure this dude can play. They've got to have Lee Harrington. Yeah, no doubt about it. First down and 10 at the 18-yard line. They'll pitch it to Gray. Starts left side, gets to the hash, breaks a tackle to the 10, to the 5, into the open, and he walks into the end zone. Touchdown, Omaha North. Yeah, and the block there by the receiver, Shane Smith, number 23 for Omaha North, out on the outside. You can run those toss plays, but you've got to have that lone receiver make that block on the corner, and he was on him like glue. Xander needs to be a little careful. He was talking smack when he got into the end zone. The official chose to ignore it. But uh, this note to Mr. Gray, every kid on that sideline for Omaha North could have scored on that. It was so well blocked. And now the extra point kick for Milton Sarbaugh. And, of course, Gray, just a sophomore, he'll get that learning moment. Might come from the coach, too, as the kick is up, and it is good. Our five points bank touchdown, an 18-yard run by Xander Gray, his second of the night, 7.19 to go in the first half. Omaha North 20, Kearney 7. The University of Nebraska at Kearney is ready to make a difference for you. Here, you'll get a quality education and graduate on time with less debt. You'll also have an unforgettable college experience. Join a club, become a leader, make a real difference for yourself and others. Choosing the right college is a big decision. Trust your future with people who care about your success. Choose the University of Nebraska at Kearney, because we are difference makers. Visit unk.edu and schedule a campus visit today. Car insurance isn't about the car. It's about the precious cargo the car carries. It's about providing security and confidence that if an accident occurs, you'll be protected. I'm Dave Challey of Barney Insurance. As a local independent agent, we can design an insurance program that's just right for you and your family, providing safe, sound, secure insurance protection from auto owners insurance. Stop by or give us a call. Time is the true test of endurance. Barney the state football playoffs on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location to better serve every athlete, every parent, every grandparent. But they would have had to work really hard to fix Lee Harrington's helmet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just telling you, they would have. They were picking up a 1,000 pieces on that deal, Doug. So Sarbaugh has it teed up at the 40, ready to boot it away for the fourth time tonight. And this time the kick is high and even shorter. It'll be taken at the 18-yard line by Urbanic. He's going to go all the way to the left sideline, turn the corner at the 25-30, stays in 35-40, and every kick return has been good. And Omaha North has started to do some different things, but every time the Bearcats have started out around the 40-45-yard line. Yeah, Coach Martin was a little bit afraid of this return game, Doug. The thing I can tell you in this is if you're Omaha North, start onside kicking it. What difference does that make? Your defense is playing well. Your offense is playing well. If you're going to give them the ball at their 45 every time they uh, you're kicking it to them, just start onside kicking it, and you have a chance to recover it. And we've got a young man that is coming off the field. And 30. it looks like he has been dinged up. That is Andrew Jones, senior special teams player. And now he'll jog off the field. They'll mark the ball at the Kearney 43-yard line. First down and 10 for the Bearcats. Other scores in Class A all in the second quarter. Burke and East, 10-10. Creighton Prep over Millard North, 7-0. And Bellevue West, 28. Millard West, 14. 
in Class B in the third quarter. McCook 31, Blair nothing. In the second quarter, Elkhorn South 14, Aurora 13. Norris and Scott 7-7, and Gretna leads Beatrice 21 to nothing. We'll look at Class C after this play out of the I formation. Dinkle is now the fullback. Out of the I formation, they get it to Berg. First time he touched it, touchdown. Second time he touches it, he will lose a yard on the play. Yeah, in they... Class C1, Bishop Newman in the third quarter, 42-7 to over Ogallala. They're just getting ready to start the third on ESPN Radio. It is Kearney Catholic 17, Wahoo 10. O'Neill leads Aquinas in the second quarter, 7-0, and Boystown leads Arlington first quarter, 7-0 in C2. UTAN 13-0 over St. Paul. Wilbur Claytonia 14-0 over Harding and Cedar Catholic. Battle Creek and Oakland Craig 14-14 all in the second. Crofton 21, Valentine 20 in the fourth. And on second down, Cannon Coster is going to try and get away from the pressure, and all he does is baby, basically get back to the line of scrimmage. Yeah, Cyrus Collins, uh, who is Omaha North's leading tackler at linebacker, uh, swallowed him. And let's not leave out our six-man. We do not have a Silver Lake Riverside score. If you've got that, you can uh, text us or call us, 646-0506. Cody Kilgore will play the winner of that at UNK next Friday night. They beat Harvard today 38-16. to That's your scoreboard update. Now Carney High needs to convert third down and 10. Really haven't had this situation. Back to pass, the blitz. They throw it out here in the flat on a screen play. It is complete to Berg, but he is going to be hit well short. Had to do too much dancing. Avoided a couple of the Omaha North defenders, but Zion Williams brings him down at the 48-yard line. That is a gain of five. It'll be fourth and five. Yeah, and on a screen pass, you can't dance. When you catch it, you got to get going because you fooled everybody on a screen pass, and everybody's behind you, actually. So as you dance, they're just running like their hair's on fire right at you. Carney High lines up like they're going to go for it on fourth and five. Coster with the hard count. North knows what's coming. And now Carney High will run out their punt team. But before that, they just decide to go ahead and burn the first timeout of the ball game. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Take time out to find out what Nebraska Land National Bank can do for you. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank member FDIC. 5.13 to go first half. Omaha North 20. Carney, seven. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Look Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products, your provider of GM-powered natural gas, and LP high-efficiency irrigation engine, and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. And welcome back to high school football on Classic Hits 98.9. KKPR-FM, Kearney, Hastings, Grand Island. Doug Doodle, Larry Baker with you from Omaha Northwest. Thanks for listening to tonight's coverage of state playoff action. Kearney High facing a fourth and five, maybe even six, at their own 48-yard line. This, Larry, will actually be the first punt of the night for either team. Omaha North hasn't been stopped. Carney High has. And the snap is back to Dinkle. He'll boot it away. It's high and very short. He's going to need a turf roll, but instead it goes out of bounds. And that punt's not going to be more than about 22, 23 yards. They'll mark it at the 29, so a 23-yard punt there for Dinkle. And Omaha North, who converted two fourth downs on their last drive, 
has not been stopped yet. Yeah, I mean, Omaha North has had to drive the field, Doug, on every drive. They've yet to get the ball on the other side of their own 30-yard line, and it has not made a difference. They've been able to just kind of line up and play slobber knocker ball and just win that battle at this point. And it's really more about the tackling, Doug. Guys have gotten where they're supposed to be. They haven't been blown off the line necessarily uh, by Omaha North's uh, offensive line. They just haven't been able to make the tackle. 254 yards of offense for Omaha North so far. Out of the eye formation, back to pass Jackson Williams. Looking on the fly, now the button hook turning around and can't locate the ball. It goes through the hands of the intended receiver in Allen Gordon at the 45-yard line. Yeah, and I, it was good coverage by Trey Clevenger uh, for Carney Doug, but they just sold that really well. That was about a 15-yard fade that he just dropped the bottom out of. You almost have to wonder at this point why throw the ball. I couldn't agree more. It makes no sense. Omaha North just kind of doing it to keep Carney honest or keep their wide receivers but, engaged. But all it is is a corner covering it. Like I mean, there's they're, they're not drawing anybody with it. Yeah, it's total man coverage. Pitch play, left side, Sarbaugh breaks one tackle, and then it's going to be drugged down around the ankles by Trey Gruby as he crosses the 30 to about the 34. That's going to be a gain of five, and it'll be third down and five. Yeah, I mean, I think this is all cover three. It looks like mostly Doug, so it is. Those guys outside are by themselves. They've uh, got their own deep third, and the safety's staying deeper than the deepest. And he really, the safety's playing well, Trey Groovy, in the run game tonight. And Omaha North hasn't went multi-receivers. It's been one or two on every set, usually just one wide right, one wide left. Third and five now at their own 34. Pitch play, they're going to run a reverse, and there is all kinds of room down the left sideline. Sar- uh, excuse me, Sarbaugh gave it to Williams, 40. Dances 45. Carney tries to strip it, but they can't get it pulled out, and he's down at the 45-yard line. All that dancing resulted in only 11 yards. The last five or six seconds, he was going east-west instead of north-south. Yeah, Tyler Atchison for Carney does a really nice job, Doug, there. He's your CBR player, counter boot reverse on that, and uh, he got out there and set the edge. Uh, and made the reverse cut back inside. That's what you want it to do, because once it cuts back inside, all your dudes are there. They've gotten turned around by now. You just can't let it get outside you. That is the 16th first down of the half for Omaha North. Out of the eye formation, Sarbaugh straight up the middle, has room into the secondary, breaks the tackle, and finally drug down inside the 40-yard line by Trey Gruby. Gruby making some touchdown-saving tackles, but it's another huge gain from the 45 down to the 37-yard line, that is 18 more. I mean, Trey Gruby's playing very well tonight, Doug, but I can tell you that when you're playing a power-eye offense and all they want to do is run it, you cannot have your free safety in a cover three be your leading tackler. Well, Omaha North, at this pace, is going to get into the end zone, and they get the ball to start yes. the second half. So Carney has to come up with a stop here. They've got to find a way to not let North get on the board again before halftime. It is first and 10 at the Kearney 37. They'll want to throw it again. Deep down the middle into double coverage, and he is off the fingertips. Man, can he run off the fingertips at the goal line of Smith. Yeah, that was, and that really should have been caught. I mean, it kind of went right through his hands, and, boy, Smith can fly. And uh, Coach Cool was right uh, in talking about the way that uh, Williams can throw the ball, Doug, because he spun that down there, that looked good. Jackson Williams, three out of seven. Most of them that are incomplete, three of the four have been the deep ball. Had one short little drag here on this play, on this series that was underthrown. Second down and ten at the Bearcat 37-yard line. 
Out of the eye. Toss play. And it is going to be Sarbaugh. Makes a man miss. Gets up the numbers. Now back to the middle of the field inside the 25. Gets to the 20 and roll down at the 19-yard line. Another first down. And Tyler Atchison makes the tackle there, Doug. But Zach King had him squared up. The block hit Zach King, and then he just gets shook right out of his shoes. Well, Sarbaugh is two yards away from 200-yard rushers here in the first half. Xander Gray already has 146 yards rushing on 11 carries and two touchdowns in the ballgame. Yeah, Carney High's got to have an answer, and I think you said it best. Maybe it's got to come in the way of a turnover. Need a fumble. Handed off Gray up the middle to the 15, and he'll be tackled by Dinkle. Dinkle finishes him off, getting him down. Making first contact was Ellingson. And down to the 14, 13-yard line. That is eight more, second and two. And there is no shake to Xander Gray, Doug. That dude gets on a track, and he just comes downhill and runs behind his pads. Still plenty of time. Two and a half to go here in quarter number two. And Omaha North doing what the Vikings have done all year long, moving the football. Second and two at the 13 out of the eye. Jackson Williams gives it to Gray. Off right side, and he's going to get the first down, but he is tackled at the 10-yard line by Urbanic. He fills it right there. It'll be first and goal north. Yeah, and again, I mean, uh, Omaha North, normally in these types of deals, you just see a situation where, and Omaha, I mean, Carney's getting handled at the line of scrimmage. I don't want to mislead anybody, but normally it's just blown off the line of scrimmage, and then what? that's not what's happening here. You just cannot bring this kid down. First down and goal. Looking to add to their 20-7 lead. Left side, Gray, third time into the end zone. A 10-yard run by Xander Gray to make it 26-7. Ryan Koski got there, but the angle didn't allow him to make the tackle. He gets there just as Gray gets enters the end zone. 26-7. I doubt they chase the two here, Doug. I would think they'll just kick the extra points and... This thing ends up, whatever it ends up, I'm sure is how they're feeling. Well, you mentioned it when Xander Gray got in there on the first series that it looked like he was going to be more successful than Sarbaugh, although Sarbaugh is still doing a good job. But uh, Gray is getting big chunks of yards almost every time, and Sarbaugh now is going to be in to uh, try and add the extra point. The kick is away, and it is good. 156 to go in the first half. Omaha North 27 and Kearney 7. Your five points bank touchdown. A 10-yard run. The third touchdown of the night for Xander Gray. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney. The Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Excellence in rehabilitation. A very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Have you ever seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray and bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value longer. Surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The dent popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the dent popper north of railroad on first. On the bricks, downtown. Carney for a free estimate. Welcome back to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. Coming up, we're a minute 56 away from halftime. That does give 
Carney some time here. And they're going to need it, uh, Larry, just to have any hope in the second half. Now down 27-7. to And as we said, they've only punted it once, had a pick, and got stopped, missed a field goal. Omaha North's 4-4. Four for four. This kick's a little bit deeper. Urbanic will backpedal, take it at the 11. Up the right sideline, now reverses his field. 20. This is covered better. 25 spins through to out the 27. And this will be actually the worst starting field position of the night for Carney High at their own 27. And Doug, if you're the Bearcats, what you... There is one thing that has to get done here. This drive needs to take a minute, 49 seconds. Uh, you know, you want to get it in the end zone, but you got to make sure that it takes a minute, 49 seconds, Doug, because uh, Omaha North does get the second-half kickoff. So let's see what Coach Kuhl does on first down and 10. Bearcats will put Coster under center, and they'll move Clevenger in motion, giving them trips to the left side. It'll be a pitch play that way for Tanner Ellingson, his first carry of the night, our first hold of the night. He gets to the 30, out to the 35, and the referee threw the flag on the backside on the Kearney offense. That is their second penalty of the ball game, wiping out a pretty nice run of eight yards. Yeah, Jordan Strong got held there, no doubt about it. This is going to be holding on the Bearcats. Jordan Strong came free and just got tackled by the Bearcat offensive lineman. And if they mark it where the flag is, which they should not, I mean, the flag was right at the line of scrimmage. So it should be a 10-yard holding penalty. And move the ball back to around the 17-yard line. Well, that's not what they're... Oh, man. That's a mismarked penalty, folks. I'll tell you that. Well, holding is a spot foul. Yeah, but there was nobody back there when he threw the flag. I mean, nothing, nothing was behind the line of scrimmage. That flag was about five yards behind the line of scrimmage because he couldn't throw it to the line of scrimmage. So, 10-yard penalty, Carney high, first and 26. Coster out of the shotgun now. It's going to be a quarterback draw, hit in the backfield, breaks the tackles, got to do it all on his own, gets to the 15 and gets a little something out of it, up to the 17-yard line, a gain of six. Yeah, and just do a little draw, but again there, tick, 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 let her run. Running a lot of guys in and out here, Doug. I'm almost surprised Omaha North isn't burning their timeouts because it's such a long no yardage situation. If it was second down and eight, no. But it is second down and 20. Well, my guess is they'll use them on third and fourth and then keep one for uh, uh, the drive when they get it back. And I, unless Carney can get something going, they're going to get it back. They're going to get out of the eye formation here. Coster. Pitch play, looking for some running room. Ellingson hit as he gets to the line of scrimmage and falls forward for a gain of a yard. And Omaha North will use the timeout. A one-yard carry for Tanner Ellingson. Carney has tried to find a way to get a first down here in this second ha- second quarter. Yeah, and there you need your interior offensive lineman to hold up there. Uh, number 42, big Brock Marlette did a great job, Doug. There's a tight end, got the big kick out. Uh, but the interior offensive line didn't hold up. It was set up if, if the guard tackle would have been able to get it done. Well, if my stats are right, only five offensive plays in the second quarter for Kearney. They had their first three and out punted, and now they have it for just the second time in the quarter. And as a coach, that's one of those deals. You know, we always end up in my garage after a game, and you're sitting there and you're going through the book, and you look up, you know, at your coach and say, we, we only had six plays in the second quarter. Like, you don't realize that but it tells the story when the game's over and you sit down and you're going back through it. Coming up, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. First half stats, scores from around the state tonight in the 11-man quarterfinals. A little chat about what we'll be doing at Tuesday night for the 8-man quarterfinals. 
And we will keep you up to date. Nebraska Volleyball dropped the first set to Penn State. And uh, we'll keep you up to date there. UNK playing a top 25 volleyball match. Hastings and uh, the Lopers play their football tomorrow. Of course, Big Red. Third down and 19 at their own 18-yard line here for the Bearcats. They go trips to the left side. Coster is under center this time. And they will just run it. Ellingson, now they're going to run a reverse. Gruby looks for some room, and that was not the play. He is going to be swallowed up behind the line of scrimmage. Not enough guys to block it, and usually on a third down and long, long play, that's where you keep your eyes in the backfield, and Gruby will be brought down back at around the 12-yard line, a loss of five, and the second timeout called by Omaha North. We'll take it with them. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank, 27-7 Omaha North, 40 seconds to go, second quarter. Rivals Bar and Grill is a proud sponsor of all area athletes, teams, and coaches. Get to Rivals every day for lunch specials starting at $6.99. Rivals is also serving up the barbecue trio every Friday night, and Saturday night is the brisket special. Join Rivals during every Husker and Hastings College game for a pizza and drink special only $21.99. Only at Rivals. Open daily at 11. Rivals Bar and Grill in Hastings. Join the Rivals team. Osborne Drive East in Hastings. Best of luck, teams. Well, Ben Dinkle has only had to punt the ball once tonight, and he's done a pretty good job throughout the year uh, punting the football, but his first one only went to 23 yards, and whatever he does, he kind of has to make sure that uh, Omaha North unable to get any kind of a punt return. Dinkle's averaging 40 yards per punt this year. Yeah, and this is a scary one because you're standing about two yards deep in your end zone. Williams, one of the two men back. The kick is away. It is high. It is short. It will bounce at the 42, and Carney's right on top of it as it rolls inside Omaha North Territory. And with the turf, it's going to roll a long way, and the clock's going to keep ticking all the way down to the 41-yard line. So that's a 47-yard punt with no return. Yeah, and you get the double good there, Doug, where it does roll out for you. But the clock ran, and they didn't get a chance for the shock play uh, on the return, so that ended up being a really good punt from his own end zone. That's as good as Carney could have done. And now, one timeout remains for Omaha North. They are 59 yards away from the end zone with 27 seconds, and they're already up 27-7. to Now Carney probably changes their defensive look for the first time tonight. Here's the tough thing. I've seen him do it on film this year, Doug. Omaha North will not get out of their normal formation, and they will run the ball here and have scored. It is high formation. Williams up to the right. And they will hand it off. And it is Harbaugh off the right side. Breaks a tackle. Breaks another one. 50, 45, 40. Right sideline. Koski finally wrestles him out of bounds. Down at the 30. Now they've got an opportunity to take some cracks at the end zone. A gain of 29 for Milton Sarbaugh. That's what I said. I've seen him do it on film many times this year, Doug. Holding. It's coming back. There is holding. But I've seen him stick to this script before, Doug where they just take and they stick to who they are and they feel like they've got backs that can get you a 20- or 30-yard gain and they don't have to throw it around. This is where Sarbaugh broke the tackle attempt of Trey Gruby. It was already about 12 yards up the field, so you're going to have one of those unusual ones where actually it's just first down and 10 again. Yep. Sarbaugh will get credit for the uh, 10 yards. They'll just have to play it over, and it did Kill some time. So now we're down to 17 seconds remaining. Maybe three plays here for Omaha North, depending on what they do. And they are still 59 yards away from the end zone. They will send out to the wide right, Aliyah. And down here 
at the bottom, I believe, is Williams. And they just stay in that 21 personnel, Doug. They just don't get out of it. Carney three down linemen. They're going to run it. Left side, Sarbaugh, 45-50 into Carney territory, 45. And Urbanic. And also, I guess that will be Nate Berg to drag him down from behind. It'll stop the clock with nine seconds on the first down. Sarbaugh a little slow to get up here as they mark it at the 44. That is a gain of 15. And it looks like Omaha North is content to take it to the locker room. They're going to come over to the sideline. No, they're going to call timeout, and they're going to go heave-ho here is what's going to happen. one play, and they'll put everybody deep. So we're going to see one more offensive play here. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Take timeout to find out what Nebraska Land National Bank can do for you. Member FDIC. Three seconds to go in the first half. Millard North 27, Kearney 7. Millard North has not been stopped. Omaha North. Or Omaha North 27 to 7. Omaha North has not been stopped yet. Kearney High took the first three possessions uh, all inside the 30-yard line of Omaha North but only came away with seven points. They missed a 41-yard field goal on the opening drive. The second drive, they were picked off at the four-yard line. Omaha North went 96 yards. And then uh, the third possession, it was a 25-yard touchdown run by Nate Berg. Yeah, and I think, you know, Doug, I actually like this play here. Instead of heaving it around three times and having that chance at a pick, let's go one time, and that way if there's a mistake happen, we just tackle him and be done. I would be surprised if he throws it to the end zone here. I'll bet it's something underneath. Try to use your athleticism to get in because Carney's got three guys back inside the 15. Trips to the left side. Let's see if it's just simply a Hail Mary here for Justin Jackson-Williams. He's got his fullback to block, and now we've got a penalty flag. It looks like they jump. That's going to cost him five. Yes. False start on the offense. And that will be the fifth penalty of the ball game. And 10 minutes left, Doug. The Stars are leading 24-10. Over Wahoo on ESPN Radio. Trying to make the semifinals for the second time in three years. Here we go again. Final play of the half. And Jackson Williams takes a knee. Out of the shotgun, the wide receivers went down the field, and Jackson Williams took a knee. So we are at halftime here at Kinnick Stadium, named after a Heisman Trophy winner and one of the great all-time players for Iowa. It is on the campus of Omaha Northwest, but that's where Omaha North has been playing their games this year. It is 27-7. Omaha North leading Kearney High at halftime in the Class A state quarterfinals. When we come back, it will be the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report with stats, score updates, and a whole lot more here on KKPR-FM, Kearney Hastings Grand Island, and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Genetics first, trade second. At Aurora Cooperative, our customers can source genetics from the four major germplasms available in the U.S., allowing you to choose the best genetics possible for each and every acre, as each field has its own story to tell. The story for your field begins with the right genetics and the right crop management recommendations, which includes fitting the right traits to the right acre. To create the highest yielding story for your acres and take advantage of our early pay, volume, and in-house financing options, speak with an Aurora Cooperative agronomist. Aurora Cooperative, putting your equity to work. 
to some, winning isn't everything, it's the only thing. Others say it's not whether you win or lose, it's how you play the game. But everyone can agree that the uniforms and equipment you play in make a big difference in how you play and how you win. That's why TM Sporting Goods gives you that winning edge with top name brands and personal service from seasoned pros like Steve Veridol and Tino Martinez. TM Sporting Goods, on the bricks, 2217 Central, downtown Carney. TM Sporting Goods, a division of protein design. At Care Hospice, we care for your family like you are a part of ours. Through compassionate hospice services, we help to alleviate fears and concerns so that you and your loved ones can focus on the joy of everyday moments. We celebrate the memories and special occasions of a life well-lived and provide support and assistance so you feel comforted throughout the hospice journey. For more information about our services, visit us online at aceracare.com. Care Hospice, caring for moments that matter side they'll hand it off Berg a little hole up the right side good kick out block gets to the 20 15 10 5 touchdown Bearcats Nate Berg followed some great blocking and the Bearcats are on the board against number one North that's been the only score for Carney High here it came uh, with 36 seconds to go in the first quarter cutting the lead to 13-7 since then Omaha North has tacked on two more and it is 27-7 Number one Vikings over the number seven Bearcats. And this is the New West Sports Medicine. This is the Ravenna Sanitation halftime report. It's not the end of the game yet. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure. Serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation, your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. Doug Duda along with Larry Baker. Larry, uh, Carney High has moved the ball. We kind of figured that their offense might struggle moving the ball and their defense which had been so good last week against Grand Island and has been good all season long might be able to slow down Omaha North maybe they've slowed them down we haven't seen a 70 yard play or a 50 yard play but they have not been able to have them give the ball up yet Well, what they needed Doug is their offense to cash in the offense has as good a start as she could have had first three drives they go straight down the field and it's great it was the defense, in a sense, that has let them down in, in this sense, Doug. First of all, every time Omaha North has touched it, other than this last deal at the end, uh, the, you know, when they get it back with you know, a couple seconds, they've scored. And as you said, and I think this is the most important fact of the game, they haven't given up the 50 or 60, has, Carney hasn't. And here's what's made that tough, Doug, is – Carney can't get off the field on defense, so their offense is not getting the extra opportunities. This has all been about Omaha North's offense, and they've ground the ball, big, long drives that just eat clock. Well, let's take a look at some of the scores from across the state on this 11-man quarterfinal night across Nebraska. First off, for our Class A games, the winner of this game will play either Omaha Burke or Lincoln East. And right now, Lincoln East, the 12 seed who pulled the upset last week, is now leading Omaha Burke at the half 17-10. to 10. On the bottom half of the bracket, the 6 seed Creighton Prep is shutting out Millard North 14 to nothing. Who would have thought after Norfolk lit him up last week and Prep was fairly lucky to even win that game at home, now has shut out Millard North 14-0. I think, I think 14-0. The, the injuries have just finally caught Millard North, I think. Now they just looked like they had so many weapons. But it's 14-0, definitely doable for Millard North. And in the second quarter, Bellevue West now leads Millard West by a score of 28-21. to In Class B, our first final of the night goes to McCook as they beat Blair by a score of 38 to nothing. 
They'll take on the winner of Aurora and Elkhorn South, and Elkhorn South has scored again to take a 21-13 lead over the Huskies in the halftime locker room. South leading Aurora. In the bottom half of the bracket, Omaha Scott and Norris 7-7 at the half, and the two-seed Gretna leads Beatrice 28-6. In Class C1, Wahoo has answered right back. It's Kearney Catholic 24, Wahoo 17 in the fourth quarter on ESPN 1460. The winner of that will play Bishop Newman. Newman went on the road and thumped Ogallala 55-14. So even if Kearney Catholic wins, they have to go right back to Wahoo. Stars kind of going to get, if they win that, they're going to be on the wrong side of that 8-9 matchup. Usually that's what happens about the rare time, you know, the 9 will beat the 8th and the 1 has to go on the road. That doesn't happen in Class A. They change that where that doesn't happen anymore, but uh, if Kearney Catholic can hold on, they would have to turn right around and go back to Wahoo next Friday. Yeah, what a stinker. <laughs> but, that, get the win yeah, and just feel good about yourself in Wahoo. Who yeah, cares? It'll be 1-0 in Wahoo this year. The bottom half of the bracket, how about this one? At the half, O'Neill 7, Aquinas 6. Aquinas learned how to kick an extra point. They yeah. always go for 2. And they're down 7-6 to six at half. And then Boystown has a 19-0 lead over the two-seed Arlington late second quarter. Yeah, and I think with Aquinas, uh, Doug, uh, uh, this O'Neill deal is for real, I think. Well, O'Neill playing some really good football, undefeated. Everybody thought Aquinas Norfolk Catholic winner was going to go all the way. And considering they'll both be heavily favored over the Boystown Arlington winner, that's probably one of the reasons why. Now you take a look at what's going on in C2. UTAN, and if I am mistaken about this, uh, I can't remember any other time a 16 seed would have made the state semifinals in any class. Now, that gets uh, skewed a little bit because you're actually an 8 seed in the 32-man bracket, but an actual 16 seed, UTAN leads St. Paul 19-0 at the half. But understand this about that 16, Doug. They started the season as the number two team in the state, rated by all the polls, and they were that good. They just had to go play Battle Creek. Uh, they had to go play. Their their two losses are two incredibly, or three losses, incredibly legit teams, uh, two of which are still playing right now. So uh, UTAN is for real. Looks like they'll get Wilbur Claytonia if they can hold on. Wilbur in the fourth quarter now, leading Hardington Cedar Catholic 27 to nothing At halftime, Battle Creek has scored back-to-back to break the tie, 28-14 over Oakland Craig. Remember, Oakland Craig with a huge upset over Battle Creek last year in the state semifinals. After they beat Gibbon, they went up and beat Battle Creek. And the winner of that game will play Crofton, who has gone to Valentine and pulled out the 27-20 victory. Halftime here at Kinnick Stadium in Omaha. Omaha North 27 and Kearney High 7. Back with more in a moment. Buzz's Marine knows that boat buying may not be on the top of your mind right now, but if you want first pick on their 2017 inventory or want to special order a new boat and have it ready for spring, stop into Buzz's Marine and check out the full lineup of Larson FX fishing boats or the new Four Winds RS SS 230s. They also have great buys on pontoons and tritunes. Buzz's offers competitive no-hassle financing for new and pre-owned boats, so it's one-stop shopping. The best dealer between Denver and Omaha. Find out more online at buzzesmarine.com. Buzz's Marine, South Central Avenue, Carney. Community is a place that means coming together. A place where smiles are warm, where handshakes are firm. The day's work is honest. Buffalo County Farm Bureau is hometown proud. 
We work for farm and ranch families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm or ranch, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. Visit nefb.org to learn more. Well, of course, tomorrow we all know that it's a top 10 matchup for the Nebraska football team. First time that they have been ranked in the top 10 and played a top 10 opponent since Wisconsin in 2011. And for UNK, they will play at Pittsburgh State tomorrow at 2. And it's the home finale for Hastings College against fifth-ranked Morningside. And that action gets underway tomorrow at 1 o'clock at Lloyd Wilson Field. Morningside leads the nation in points per game at over 54 and offense at over 580 yards per contest. It's not a good matchup for a Hastings defense that is at the bottom of the conference in yards given up. Yeah, that's an important game for the Broncos and uh, Coach Harper. The uh, Husker volleyball team dropped the first set to uh, Penn State tonight. We'll update that in a moment. Hastings College closes out their regular season tomorrow at noon. It's a busy day tomorrow at Hastings. They have they have the uh, Lynn Farrell Arena at noon to play Dort. Then at 4, the Hastings men's basketball team played Sterling. And then after the football game tomorrow night, the soccer semifinals. Hastings will take on the Morningside women in the semifinals tomorrow at 7. UNK Volleyball taking on 21st-ranked Northwest Missouri State. Northwest Missouri wins the first set 25-22. UNK wins the second set 25-12. And the Lopers trail in the third set by a score of 9-4. The district, excuse me, district volleyball will wrap up tomorrow. And we have got a couple of games for you on our airwaves here on Classic Hits 98.9. We'll be down the road in Seward as we have a new format this year for Class C. You had your 12 sub-district winners meet up with four wild-card teams at neutral sites. So tomorrow, Kearney Catholic and Arlington at Seward at 1 o'clock here on Classic Hits, while in C2 at 1 o'clock from Utica Centennial High School, Hastings St. Cecilia will play Howell's Dodge, and that is on ESPN 1550. Other action going on tonight, or tomorrow, excuse me, it'll be Ord and Omaha Concordia playing at 1 o'clock at Clarkson. Grand Island Central Catholic and Malcolm will play at York at 2.30. And at Central City, it will be St. Paul and Columbus Lakeview playing at 3 o'clock. In C2 tomorrow, besides St. Cecilia, Donovan Trumbull will play Freeman at Milford at 2 o'clock. And Centura will play Hemingford at 2 at Paxton. Southern Valley will play Cambridge at 4 o'clock at Lexington. So on the east side of the state along the interstate, Seward and York and Milford all hosting area teams tomorrow. Last night, Blue Hill, Ansley Litchfield, Red Cloud, and Hampton among the winners in Class D. Class B, they have went with this format for quite a while, eight district winners and eight wild cards, but the top seeds get to host. So the three-seed Grand Island Northwest will host Omaha Gross, and the eight-seed Aurora will host Elkhorn South, both beginning at 1 o'clock. At the half here in the Class A quarterfinals, Omaha North 27, Kearney 7. We'll look at the first half numbers after this on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Anderson Brothers can rewire your entire house or just add a handy outlet. We can fix an annoying drip or install a whole new kitchen and bath. We can change your furnace filter or convert your entire home to geothermal heat. After all, our name says it all. Anderson Brothers Electric, Plumbing, and Heating. Turn to the experts at Anderson Brothers. 
Neighbors serving your neighborhood for over 65 years. Athletes come in all shapes and sizes, and Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine specializes in getting them all back in their game. From swinging a hammer to swinging a golf club, whether tackling daily tasks or tackling the running back, see Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic. If you're suffering from any injury that's putting you on the sidelines, make an appointment today and take comfort in our care. Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. Welcome back to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report here from Kinnick Stadium. Let's take a look at the first half numbers. First off for the Bearcats. They are led in rushing by Cannon Coster, five carries, 30 yards. Nate Berg, two carries, 24 yards, and a touchdown. Noah Urbanic, one carry, one yard. Tanner Ellingson, one carry, one yard. Ben Dinkle, one carry, two yards. And Trey Gruby, one carry, negative five. 11 rushing attempts for 53 yards here in the first half for Carney. Through the air, Coster has put it up seven times. He's completed four of those. He does have one interception. 62 yards through the air, 53 on the ground, 115 yards of total offense for Kearney, resulting in five first downs all in the first quarter. They have two penalties for 20 yards. They have the one turnover, a Vernon Johnson interception at the Omaha North 4, two punts for an average of 35 yards. Larry? Yeah, I think the thing, Doug, when you look at it in the rushing yards, I mean, a lot of that's come just on a couple of plays. The offense has moved the ball and put themselves in position to score, but they've not been able to capitalize. Uh, And I think what they've got to be able to do is get back to where they were in that first quarter. The offense really hasn't sputtered, Doug. They've moved the ball. They just didn't have the ball in the second quarter. You're always going to have that one drive or two drives in a game where you don't move the ball very well. Carney High had that in the second quarter. They just never had the ball again. In the first quarter, they moved the ball and did what they needed to do. Well, let's go ahead and take a look now at the first half numbers for Omaha North. And for Milton Sarbaugh, 16 carries, 123 yards, and one touchdown here in the football game. In fact, I think we need to make a little adjustment here. Yeah, 130 yards and one touchdown on 17 carries for Sarbaugh. Zion Williams, one carry, 11 yards. Larry Ball, one carry for three yards. Then you slide down to the man that's done it all tonight, Xander Gray, 14 carries, 166 yards, and three touchdowns, Larry. Yeah, and it's just for that, it's, it's been a matter of, Doug, they can't tackle him. Uh, I mean, almost all of his yards, Doug, literally nearly probably 95% of his yards have come after contact. They've gotten to him, they've hit him, and bounced off of him. They've not been able to get him to the ground. Uh, and he has flat out taken this game over. And overall, I have Omaha North 33 rushing attempts in the first half for 313 yards. And for the quarterback, Justin Jackson-Williams, he's put it up seven times, completed three of those, no touchdowns, no picks, 35 yards. 35 through the air, 313 on the ground. 299 of that between Sarbaugh and Gray. That's 348 yards of offense in the first half. 20 first downs, no turnovers, no punts, five penalties for 40 yards. That's an incredible first-half number against a Kearney defense that pitched a shutout in the Class A playoffs last week. Yeah, and the thing I'm going to say to that, Doug, is I don't know that there's an adjustment to be made because it boils down uh, to just being able to um, finish, you know, tackles. I will say 
Uh, Doug, they're inside of five minutes in Wahoo. 34-17 stars. The stars are starting to pour it on them now in Wahoo. Well, Kearney Catholic trying to get back to the state semifinals, and that's currently on ESPN 1460. And you've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. For quality, dependable trash hauling service for your farm, home, or business, contact the professionals at Ravenna Sanitation. Omaha North will get the ball to start the third quarter, and the top-ranked Vikings lead seventh-ranked Kearney at the half, 27-7. The second-half kickoff is next. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere? But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. For food that'll make you stand up and cheer, head to Fanatics. Start with traditional appetizers like mozzarella or breadsticks, or add a little spice to your life with jalapeno poppers. And don't forget the famous wings you can enjoy as appetizers or as a meal itself. Bite into their huge selection of burgers, pizzas, calzones, or sandwiches. With over 30 HD TVs, the bullpen, and their new party room, there's something always going on at Fanatics. Food that will make you stand up and cheer. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Kearney. Before the kickoff, here's another scoring update. At the half, Creighton Prep 14, Millard nothing. Millard North nothing. Bellevue West 35, Millard West 21. In the third quarter, Lincoln East 24, the fourth seed Omaha Burke 10. In Class B, McCook has defeated Blair 38 nothing. Elkhorn South leads Aurora at the half 21-13. Omaha Scott now leads Norris 14-7 in the third. Gretna 34-6 over Beatrice in the second quarter. Bishop Newman has beaten Ogallala 62-21. At the half, O'Neill leads Aquinas 7-6. And as we just said before the break, Kearney Catholic up on Wahoo 34-17 in the fourth. Ready to get the third quarter underway, and Kearney will kick it away. A high short kick taken at the 14-yard line down the left sideline, 30, 35, 40. And Allen Gordon punished one and then got punished by a Bearcat, but a good return. Paloma did a good job there coming up and making the tackle after he kicked it. Leo Palomo, he... He was angry there that that thing got loose. This is uh, uh, the best field position Omaha North has had, Doug, uh, so far. They've got it at their own 40. This would be the best field position they've had of the night. The state football playoffs brought to you by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. First down and 10, ball on the near hash towards Omaha North. Out of the eye formation. Jackson Williams gives it to Sarba up the middle. 45 tackled at the 47-48 yard line. And eight yards on the first down play right up the gut off right guard. Yeah, that was an awful big hole there that time. And Zion Williams better be careful. He went and whacked Groovy late. And the official just grabbed at his flag and then thought better of it. And they just pulled Zion Williams off. I mean, it's just, I mean, they don't even have to call a formation, I bet. I bet this is their no call. They just call the play. Second down and two. Pitch play. Sarbaugh starts right, cuts back up the middle, huge hole into Carney territory, 45, down to the 40 yard line, a gain of 12 more. Yeah, big chunks now, Doug. Just big chunks. That was just simple toss. He ran it out there to when he thought he could uh, get it vertical, stuck his foot in the ground, and just got straight vertical with it. Well, you know, Coach Larry Martin and his staff said, let's go out with authority and get this first one in the end zone, and then uh, we'll have this one under 
control. Yeah, and I mean, you know, if you if you're Omaha North, you say, guys, let's get this clock running and get our studs out of this game. The playoffs are like a whole nother season. You need to be healthy. First and 10 at the Carney 40. Sarbar again, left side, hitting the backfield, skips through that initial contact that time from uh, Rudy Stouffer and gets inside the 35 to the 34. Very rarely has there been a one-man tackle for Carney High. Now in the little bit of a switch up here is Carney's been able to get Sarbaugh to the ground uh, without these bigger plays. It's been Gray that had been making the bigger play, and now Sarbaugh's just taking it in chunks. Kind of an interesting piece. You know, Jordan Strong hasn't taken a snap on offense yet tonight. They've just played him primarily, Doug, at linebacker, or excuse me, D-line all night. Yeah, an all-state running back is now an all-state D-line maybe. 150 yards for Sarbaugh, 166 for Gray. Second and three at the 33. Jackson Williams back to pass, dances around. Nobody's open. Now he scrambles. Now he's hit. Now he's dropped at the line of scrimmage. Yeah, and that was a really good job there, Doug, uh, by Randy Stouffer. Rudy. Rudy, excuse me. Rudy. He Rudy. Did, that's right. He'd overrun it the first time, and he came off of his block and just bird-dogged it down. That's what you like your defenders to do is not give up on a play once they get out of it. Get yourself back in the play, and that's exactly what Rudy did there. That's the first time Jackson Williams has been on the ground all night. That's his first carry. His seven passes have all gotten away. Third and three now at the Carney 33. Pitch play left side. Sarbaugh hit. Stretches. He's short by about an inch. Unless they give him a real good spot. It looks like Sarbaugh is at the 31, and he needs to get just to the, about the 30-yard line. Yeah, I think we'll see Xander Gray here, Doug. I'd be surprised. Yep, there he goes. Yeah, they've converted every fourth down. They've all been fourth down in short yardage situations, three or less. They've converted three of those in the ball game. So Omaha North will have it at the Kearney 31. If they get to the 30, they'll have that first down. Leading it 27-7 on the opening drive of the third quarter. Already chewed up three minutes on the clock. We're down to nine minutes as they snap this football. Split out wide to the right is going to be Shane Smith. They'll bring in an extra tight end. That's that Baltimore kid. And out of the eye, they give it to Gray. Gray up the middle, easy first down and more. 25-20 down the left sideline, Steph Arm 10-5, and he is going to be pushed out of bounds before his fourth touchdown of the night. That is going to be a 29-yard run to the two. Yeah, that was just the exact same thing he's been doing, Doug. Gets the contact right at the line of scrimmage, gets the old head of steam going, and you just can't get him to the ground. Uh, it's just unbelievable, uh, the power. And here's the thing about Omaha North. They're impressive. They're the number one team in the state. They're just incredibly efficient. You know, they just do the simple stuff, but they're just incredibly efficient. And they just, I mean, they've, you know, they're going to eat three or four minutes off the clock here. The fullback is Larry Bell. Gray stays in as the eye back. First in goal at the two. Jackson Williams gives it to Gray, and we have a penalty marker. And it looks like Carney might be called offsides. They know what's coming, and they try to fill the gap, and the Bearcats are off sides, and now it'll be first and goal at the one. Yeah, I mean, right there, Kevin Williams. You know, he's only 6'5", 320, Doug, for Omaha North. They just run off that left side, and he's just tough. And right next to him is Kendrick Parker, 6'1", 290. Uh, how you could possibly stop that. The Bearcats don't have anybody that's close to that size. I mean, Harrington's 255. He's your biggest lineman. First and goal now at the one. Xander Gray a moment away from his fourth touchdown. They'll give it to him. Hole right side, walks in untouched. Touchdown, Vikings. Well, I'll tell you, you say you don't know how it, how they 
uh, do it. I'd love to give it a shot and see two once. Give me a couple dudes. <laughs> Gee, many crickets, those are big guys. This big, big man, and it's now 34 to 33 to 7, pending the extra point. Three straight scores here for Omaha North. And Omaha North has played a lot of football this year, even with a running clock. Carney's just got to get their offense going, get it into the end zone. There's nothing to hide now, Larry. Uh, whether you get beat 34 to 7 or 62 to 14. Yeah, that's right. You're going home on a bus for your last game of the year. Looks like maybe we had a penalty flag at the end of the play here. Well, they marked it at the three. Somebody possibly an injury. Yeah, I think big seven nine Kendrick Parker six one two ninety as you said. And we do get an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty on Omaha North, and it looks like they'll assess that on the kick, not the extra point, but the kick. And Coach Martin wants to know what exactly happened out there. That's the second personal foul or unsportsmanlike conduct penalty. Well, an unsportsmanlike's the big one because if you get two, you're out. That's a big penalty. They'll write down the number of that guy. So now Sarbaugh getting ready to kick the extra point here after the one-yard touchdown run. High snap. They do get it down. The kick is away, and it is no good. The kick is no good. That's the second miss now for Sarbaugh. The five-points bank touchdown is the fourth for Xander Gray from one yard out with 8.35 to go in the third. Omaha North 33, Carney 7 on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Listen, college should introduce you to new ideas. It should open your mind to a world of possibilities. You can get access to real-world opportunities at Hastings College, where the world and you align. Find us at Hastings.edu. PlatteRiverPreps.com is your source for high school sports results and updates seven days a week, covering over 70 teams across central Nebraska. Whether you're a high school athlete, a proud parent, or a sports fan, you'll stay on top of your teams at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Five Points Bank. We're proud our bankers have the ability to take care of customers in the Kearney area. One of our bank's true differences is our bankers have a true Kearney connection, important in providing the best in banking. Our staff is proud they've lived in Kearney for years. Many have been lifelong residents. Having a true Kearney connection means caring and being involved in the community and committed to making banking work for the people of Kearney. Bank with Five Points Bank. The better bank. The bank with a true Kearney connection. Good things will happen. Well, Kearney Catholic looks like they're about ready to put it away officially against Wahoo. Wahoo has turned it over on downs with just over three minutes to go. The Stars 34, Wahoo 17. Here we get ready to kick it away again with uh, Omaha North putting it on the tee up by a score of 33-7. to 8.35 to go here in the third quarter. Kearney ready to get it for the first time and a half. High short kick. Kearney was ready for it at the 30-yard line, and Urbanic... Running the wrong way, and he's tackled at the 24. He took it on the near hash at the 30 and then just started heading towards the Kearney sideline, and there was six Omaha North, five Omaha North guys. No block, nowhere to go, and he actually retreated about five yards. Yeah, and that's a dug where you've got to get vertical against Omaha North because of their team speed. Their team speed's good enough. When you run sideways, they're just bird-dogging you down. You've got to get vertical against these guys. Of course, the field conditions are perfect here on the turf at Kinnick Stadium. Our field conditions brought to you by Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weeches and Todd Travis, your local Pioneer seed dealer. The great seeds to success for a better yield start with Pioneer, 
and Impact Ag Partner. Out of the eye formation, twins left here as Cannon Coster under center. Pitch play left side. Nate Berg is starting at the eye back in the second half. Gets to the corner and then is thrown out of bounds at the 30-yard line. Tackle made by Omaha North's Cantrell Mumphrey. And that's a great game, Doug, and that's all set up by Brock Marlette. Again, he sealed that off from his tight end spot, and that's going to be the key. You know, they they didn't get that done early, and the inside pressure got there. Marlette did a great job, moved his feet, so there's no holding call. The state football playoffs on Classic Hits, brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Now Coster will come out of the shotgun with twins to the right. They will send in motion. Gruby faked the jet sweep. Back to pass. The screen not open, so they'll throw to Nate Berg, and he'll catch it at the 32. Up ended out a short gain, short of the first down. It'll be third and about two and a half. Yeah, I like the play call there. They ran uh, three outs all to the same side and just ran them at different levels. Ran one at about, you know, 18, 15. Ran one at about 10, and then one at about five. That's not easy to cover uh, rolling the quarterback out. Coster's done a good job when he's had to scramble back there tonight. They haven't gotten to him yet, but it's third down and two. They spread it, trips to the left, lone set to the right side. They'll fake the handoff to Berg. Wide receiver screen complete, first down. That is Clevenger, I believe, across the 35. Yeah, it's a good job. They're going to get the first down. Uh, On that tunnel screen, you have to make the first guy miss, and they weren't able to make the first guy miss. And now, I, I, Doug, here's what this depends on. This is going to be unsportsmanlike conduct against Omaha North. Is this his second? They've had a couple of these tonight. It's a five-yard pass in the first first down for Carney since the first quarter tonight. They trail 33-7 with 7.37 to go in the third quarter. This, where and you... this was way after the play. This was something said. Unsportsmanlike conduct again on Omaha North, and that'll be the first First down via penalty tonight for Carney High. Yeah, so Carney High gets the uh, first down on the play and then gets another one on the penalty. But right now, if you're Omaha North, some of these guys are starting to run your mouth. you got to be really careful and maybe get them out of the game so you don't lose somebody, Doug, because two unsportsmanlike penalties in a game and you're gone. And then you're out next that week. That would carry over. You wouldn't get to play in the state semifinal. you got to wonder. What is there to be John about down there? It seems like it had been pretty sporty. Carney's yeah. picked up a couple of, of, of towels that have fell on and given them to the North players, and they're up 33-7. You would figure by this time you would learn how to win. And out of the shotgun, Coster, looking, looking, backpedaling. Now he's going to dump it off. Boy, that screen pass finally set up to Berg. Breaks a tackle at the 50, 45. Gets Clevenger to make a block to the 41-yard line, and it's going to be a gain of about seven and a half. Coster backpedaled and completed the pass actually about six yards behind the line of scrimmage. Yeah, it it was just the back was set up to block, and when everything kind of went haywire, Coster did a good job giving himself time, and the back just opened himself up. you got to be real lucky that you didn't get flagged for an illegal man downfield on a play like that. No doubt about it. It'll be second down and three. Bearcats at the Omaha North 41-yard line. They've spent some time in Viking territory, but just have the one... Score to show for it. Clevenger in motion, giving them that trips to the left side. They've loved to run it that way. Now they will throw it. 
Coster looking. In the pocket, has time. All day to run. Right sideline, 40, 35, 30. First down. He'll step out of bounds at the 28-yard line. A gain of 13 for Cannon Coster. Yeah, Cannon Coster does a great job there, Doug, and he keeps his feet set. He literally went through all three spots that he wanted to go to the ball, but he kept his feet in a spot that when nothing was there, he didn't try to be a hero. He took off. Big first down. Again, Carney's done something with the ball on all but one drive tonight, Doug. I mean, they've moved the ball tonight. They've got to get something to pay off. We told you they had just 115 yards in the first half. That's because every possession started in the 40, Carney High 40 or greater in the first half. Now it's first down and 10 at the north 28-yard line. A little defensive switch here. Stunting then back to where they were. Twins to the short side. Coster looks left. Now he's under pressure. Nobody blocks the defensive end. He steps away. He scrambles and throws. It's complete to Groovy at the 20. Gets a block to the 15. First down as he'll get to the 14-yard line. Coster did a great job of breaking the tackle. It's a gain of 15. They'll mark it at the 13. Yeah, Cyrus Collins makes a tackle for Omaha North, but that thing was all Coster, Doug. He was dead back there, and he kept that play alive and kept it alive, and then they just dumped it to the back again on a scramble drill. Some outstanding play. I believe that was big Kendrick Parker that was coming after him. And it'll be first down and 10 at the 13-yard line. Here on the right side is going to be Brant Barth. Trips to the left. Carney looking for touchdown number two. Coster to throw across the middle, and it is behind his intended receiver who was open at the three-yard line and incomplete. Yeah, they Carney did a great job there. Doug spread him out and then just ran the seam, just ran the little uh, seam pass, uh, or ran, excuse me, ran the receiver straight up the seam, and nobody from North was with him. It just ended up right behind him. Gruby was running to the goal line to turn around. The pass was a little behind him and bounced at about the two, and it is incomplete. Second down and ten. Carney at the Omaha North 13. Clevenger spread out wide to the left. Gruby slot right and Barth. Wide right, fake the toss, and rolling left is Coster. Looks, throws back against his body. It is completed the two at the one and into the end zone. Trey Gruby for a Carney High touchdown. Yeah, really nice job. And Coster looked great on that drive, Doug. I mean, all the way around, he did a really nice job. Coster on that drive was five of six, had the touchdown pass, and had a run for 13 yards. The five points bank touchdown, a 13 yard pass. From Cannon Coster to Trey Gruby. And now Leo Paloma in to attempt the extra point. The snap is good. The placement down. Paloma's kick is on the way. And it is good. With 5.39 to go in the third quarter of the Class A state quarterfinals. Omaha North 33. Kearney 14 on Classic Hits. Parents, your job is hard. Helping your student find a college won't be your last parental duty. At Hastings College, we promise to say everything you would because we mentor students as if they're our own. Find us at Hastings.edu. PlatteRiverPreps.com is your source for high school sports results and updates seven days a week, covering over 70 teams across central Nebraska. Whether you're a high school athlete, a proud parent, or a sports fan, you'll stay on top of your teams at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. 
rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. Well, Kearney Catholic will be headed to Bishop Newman for the state semifinals. A winner tonight at Wahoo. For Coach Rashawn Harvey and the crew, they improved to 10-1. and one. And now Kearney High, ready to kick it away. This kick is fairly deep, as deep as we've seen tonight, taken at the 10, up to the 15, 20, 25. It'll be Allen Gordon getting to about the 27, 28-yard line, and that's where the Vikings will take over. First and 10, leading at 33-14, 5.33 to go in the third. Yeah, and Joseph Griffith for Carney planted him, Doug, and I mean smacked him. Ironically, too, Larry, that was uh, the worst starting field position for Carney tonight, and they were able to take it 75 yards for the score. Yeah, and looked great doing it. I mean, looked in full control of their offense uh, all the way around. Going to give you some score updates here on the PlatteRiverPreps.com scoreboard. Stay with us as we are ready for a first and 10 play here for Omaha North, already over 400 yards or approaching 400 yards of offense. And in as the back right now is going to be Sarbaugh. He breaks a tackle across the 35 and is going to be close to the first down, about a yard short at the 37. Sarbaugh, unofficially, 161 yards. Xander Gray, 195 yards rushing. Yeah, I mean, that is, those are big numbers for two dudes. And they came into the night with Gray at about it was right at 1,990 and Sarbaugh at 1,300. Chad Aliyah split wide to the right. Manny Smith to the left, offset eye. They pitch it to Sarbaugh again, gets the big block, but uh, didn't get a whole lot. He only needed one, and he got two to the 39. We haven't talked a whole lot about Larry Bell carrying the ball. He's only done it once, but when they offset him and put him behind that tackle, he sure blows the hole up. Yeah, he just creates another gap. Poor Lee Harrington's lid came off again. He just had to hustle off. So first down and 10 here for Omaha North. But, you know, we talk about that Sarbaugh's got another 300 yards on Gray, but he's got 40 more carries on the year. I mean, they've, you know, Sarbaugh's been their workhorse, but. Jackson Williams sets him down here. It's been about the same formation every play tonight. Pitch play Sarbaugh wants to get outside right, cuts it back on the numbers, and he'll be, or the uh, hashtag, he'll get a hashtag on the hash mark to the 42-yard line. Short gain. The last couple three runs have been contained pretty well by Carney High, and it'll be second down and seven. Yeah, Carney's got some life here, Doug, offensively on that last drive, and now here, uh, you know, they gave up nine on the first uh, play of the drive, but then from here, have kept it in front of them. The eight and two Bearcats trailing the ten and zero Vikings, thirty-three fourteen, with four minutes to go in the third. Second down and seven at their own forty-two. Now Gray is in. He is bottled up in the backfield, just runs over two Bearcats and picks up four before Koski can finally bring him down. It looked like Carney High was going to get the tackle there with Atchison, but Gray just bulldog, bulldozed right over him. Yeah, they just they I'm just they just can't find a way to get him to the ground uh, here, Doug. One yard short of 200, and he'll probably get it on this play. It is third down and three. Omaha North at their own 46. They have not been stopped yet tonight. Pitch play gray. Left side behind Bell. First down and more into Kearney territory at the 45 and then shoved out of bounds. Uh, Omaha North thought he was shoved out late, but he wasn't out of bounds yet. No, he was two yards in yet. Wasn't close. And that is 
Ben Dinkle that shoves him out of bounds. Yeah, no, he was he was looking to make another cut, so his feet had come to a stop, and Dinkle came up behind him and blasted him, but there wasn't anything poor about that. 214 yards on 18 carries and three, four touchdowns now for Xander Gray and the 25th first down unofficially here for Omaha North as they move it into Kearney territory at the 41-yard line. He has been a beast. It seems like, like every time Carney's played Omaha North, they have a beast in the backfield. Yeah, no kidding. First down and 10 at the 41. Jackson Williams wants to throw, has all day, sets up and throws to the right, and it's complete at the 25-yard line. Breaking a tackle, getting to the 20 is Shane Smith, and that'll be a gain of 21. Yeah, and the deal there is, Doug, is they don't throw it off, and they do it just enough to prove to you that they can really do it. <laughs> and they make you play the field. I mean, I'm not kidding. This is not a joke. They have run two formations tonight, uh, all out of 21 personnel. One has just been the dotted eye. The other's been an offset fullback with an eye. That's it. It's the only formations they've run tonight. Uh, they just do it all very efficiently. Now they want to keep – They want all these kids have talent. They want to show them off a little bit. And it's first down and 10 at the 20. Now with the offset eye, it's Sarbaugh back in there. They try him left side, looks for a little crease, got to the 19, and he gets thrown down hard by Zach King. Yeah, they did a good job. This is getting chippy again. If I'm Omaha North right now, I get Zion Williams out of the game. He was just chicken fighting with the corner. He's got his hands in the air. He's kind of arguing with Coach Benning. Uh, I'd get him there. They just replaced him. I wouldn't have him in the game again, Doug. He's going to get thrown out of here. Scores for you. Crofton has beaten Valentine 27-20. Battle Creek now leads Oakland Craig 42-21 in the fourth. Wilbur Claytonia beat Hardington Cedar Catholic 27-0. And UTAN leads St. Paul in the third 26-7. Sarbaugh straight up the middle. There is a penalty flag inside the 10. Brought down at the 5. This would be first and goal after a 15-yard gain. But I think it's coming back. Yeah, somebody was off sides. Uh, there, Doug, because it was the side judge that threw it, and he threw it just as soon as the snap happened. Well, then that would not be coming back. Sideline, it's going to be a warning. Now, that is just a warning, so it will go down as a 15-yard carry for Milton Sarbaugh. 182 for him. First town, number 27. Some of the more impressive numbers I've ever seen calling a high school football game. Well, Number one, Miller North. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, the thing is, Doug, Omaha North tonight is doing Omaha it. Omaha North. I yeah, keep saying Miller North. I apologize. They, they're, they're doing this. I think that's part of where these numbers are so impressive is sometimes you'll get it in an eight-man game or a C2 game, but you don't get it against a Class A defense very often. It'll be first and goal at the five. Sarbaugh is in there as the eyeback. Jackson Williams pitches it to him. He'll be hit in the backfield, and he'll be wrestled down. Hunter Novacek there blitz, Doug. Just bang, right now they sent Hunter Novacek right off the bat, and he does a great job and makes the tackle. And so it'll be, I was trying to decide if that was Clevenger or Novacek down there because we had not called number nine tonight. It'll be no gain. It's only the second play, I believe, on my sheet here that has been for no gain or negative yardage tonight for on the run game for the Omaha North Vikings. A minute to go here, and Sarbaugh may be looking for that second touchdown. They put Xander Gray back in. He's already got four. Straight up the middle, he's got five. Xander Gray with his fifth touchdown run of the night makes it 39-14. 
Omaha North. Yeah, you got to figure out how to stop that guy going forward in the playoffs, Doug. I mean, they they pose a problem to people because they don't care if you know what the play is. They don't care. They don't run very many of them. This is kind of Millard Northish in the sense that we're, we're we're simple, we're cocky and arrogant about how we do it. You find a way to to knock our 320 and 300 pounder off the left side of our line. Milton Sarbaugh in for the extra point. He's three for five tonight. Here's the snap. The boot is away, and this one is good. With 51 seconds to go in the third quarter of play of the Class A quarterfinals, number one, Omaha North, leading number seven, Kearney, 40-14 to 14 on Classic Hits. At Hastings College, there are only 12 students to each professor. We don't have 300-seat lecture halls, so you get to be you, not a number. Hastings College is a great place. Go to Hastings.edu to find out more. PlatteRiverPreps.com is your source for high school sports results and updates seven days a week, covering over 70 teams across central Nebraska. Whether you're a high school athlete, a proud parent, or a sports fan, you'll stay on top of your teams at PlatteRiverPreps.com. At Nebraska Land National Bank, we have accounts designed to fit your needs and financial goals. We offer the technology necessary to do business in today's busy world without sacrificing personal service. We have it all, from internet banking to personal banking and everything in between. So make the switch today. Our trained account transfer specialists provide you with personalized, detailed service. We're with you every step of the way to ensure a smooth and simple transfer. Stop by to visit with a specialist today. Nebraska Land FDIC. Well, you've been hearing some sirens and whistles. There is a major accident off to the north on the exchange here at Irvington that has traffic backed up, and there's news helicopters and everything else to the north here. So it looks like a real bad accident over there, and hopefully it's not, but uh, it will probably affect the way people get away from this football game when they do leave, which is the least of the concern. And the kick is away, but they're going to blow it dead here as they head down the field. And maybe Gotta we'll be see offsides. offsides on the kicking yeah. team. These long, methodical, grinded-out drives, even if it's 3, 5, 10, 12, 15, you know, they, they melt, they'll have a, some 12, 13-yard runs, and they'll have an 8, then they'll have a 3. But uh, it is keeping the ball out of Carney's hands. They had two possessions in the second quarter, and this will only be Carney's second possession of the third quarter, and there's only 51 seconds left. Yeah, Doug, that helicopter just landed at that accident. They must be flighting somebody to the hospital. There's more ambulances going over there. Man, you hate to see that. And it was offsides on the kick here for Millard North. And Omaha North, how long is it going to take? <laughs> I'll figure it out by the time we get to the state championships. Every game on ESPN Radio, Larry Baker and I will have a majority of them for you. The kick is taken by Gruby at the 20, 25, up the numbers to the 30. He's got a hole 40. Get going. If he beats the kicker, he's there. 45-40, trying to track him down from behind. 35-30, 25-20, and he runs out of real estate. And the best kick return of the night, Trey Gruby takes it from his 20 to the north 20. A return of 60 yards, first and 10. Carney High, and you just have to think, what if? Because there is no doubt Carney High has left a couple of opportunities in that first quarter of play. They were inside uh, Omaha North Territory, inside the 35 twice, and missed a field goal and had a pick at the four. 
Yeah, and, and, and we're set up by the kick return game. The kick return game for Carney, had they been able to cash it in in the first quarter, Doug, it would be the story of this game because of what it set up. Well, Coach Martin said in the pregame how scared he was of their kick return game, and they have not been good at it. Carney has torched him every time. First and 10 at the 20. Ellingson, the running back. Coster on the read. Will keep it. Gets to the outside, doing it himself. Scrambles, 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 and finally gets to about the 17-yard line. A lot of running, just couldn't get up the field. Yeah, Coster does a good job there, though, of making sure that's positive yards. And Carney does not have to run another play here in the third quarter. Although they are, they'd like to. I'm sure hustling out, Arundondo and Coster. They're not going to get this playoff. They break the huddle with six, two, one, and that is the end of the third quarter of play of our 2016 Class A state quarterfinals from Kinnick Stadium in Omaha. It is number one Omaha North leading number seven Carney, 40 to 14. The Bearcats will have it second down and six at the North 17-yard line when the fourth quarter begins after this timeout. Hastings College offers many great things. Tons of scholarships, more than 60 majors, and people who will help you succeed. And Hastings is a great college town. You've got to check it out. Go to Hastings.edu to find out more. PlatteRiverPreps.com is your source for high school sports results and updates seven days a week, covering over 70 teams across central Nebraska. Whether you're a high school athlete, a proud parent, or a sports fan, you'll stay on top of your teams at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Is back pain keeping you from doing the activities you enjoy? Is hip, knee, or ankle pain making even the shortest walks difficult? Is hand, wrist, or finger pain making you cut tasks short or take frequent pauses? New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery is here to tell you that you don't have to live with the pain. With training in a wide range of specialties, New West has the doctor to get you back into the game. Schedule your appointment today. No referral is necessary. All major insurances accepted. With our producer engineer Ed Smith and Larry Baker, I'm Doug Duda back at Kinnick Stadium here in Omaha. Omaha North leading Kearney High 40-14 to as we go to the fourth quarter of play. Kearney will have it second down. We're going to call it six yards to go at the, well, maybe seven, at the 17-yard th- line. They'll put Coster in the pistol. Ellingson to his left, fakes the handoff, throws the fade to the end zone into double coverage, and it is picked off. Zion Williams, and he's headed down the sideline, and he is to the 30, breaks a tackle 40, 50, one man to beat, and he is going to return it 97 yards for an Omaha North touchdown. The second turnover of the game inside the North 5. Yeah, and they just had a lot going on there. They faked the tunnel screen. I actually kind of like the play call. They faked the tunnel screen and released the blockers up the field, Doug, and then... Omaha North just didn't bite on it. That's okay. Then you just tuck it and go. Instead, just threw it dead into the coverage. And I mean, he caught that thing on about the, what, one or two-yard line. 97-yard return for Zion Williams is how we'll mark it. Yikes. And that really changes things here. Now, if they make the extra point, you get the running clock. Because it is currently a... No, it, no, no. We, I guess not. We need a couple more points. It's a 32-point game. And that will officially, I would think, take the wind out of the sails. Unfortunately, you had at least been moving the ball. Kearney trying to figure out how to get 11 guys on the field. They run two guys on late. 
for this extra point by Sarbaugh. The boot is away, and it is good. So the first play of the fourth quarter is a pick six for Omaha North. The Vikings 47, the Kearney Bearcats 14. You're listening to the state playoffs here on Classic Hits. At Nebraska Land National Bank, we have accounts designed to fit your needs and financial goals. We offer the technology necessary to do business in today's busy world without sacrificing personal service. We have it all, from internet banking to personal banking and everything in between. So make the switch today. Our trained account transfer specialists provide you with personalized, detailed service. We're with you every step of the way to ensure a smooth and simple transfer. Stop by to visit with the specialists today. Nebraska Land National Bank. FDIC. Here are some scores for you. In the fourth quarter, Lincoln East is up on Omaha Burke, 27 to 17. It is Creighton Prep, 21. Millard North, 14 in the third. Bellevue West leads Millard West, 42 to 31. And that is in the third quarter of play. Creighton Prep over Millard North, 21-14 in the fourth. In Class B, McCook blanked Blair, 38-0. Elkhorn South now leads Aurora, 35-13 in the third. Also in the third, Gretna 41, Beatrice 6. In the fourth, Omaha Scott 28, Norris 21. In C1, Kearney Catholic has beaten Wahoo 41-25. Back to Wahoo to play Bishop Newman next Friday. Bishop Newman beat Ogallala 62-21. In the fourth, O'Neill 15, Aquinas 12. In the fourth, Boystown 25, and Arlington nothing. In C2, Crofton beats Valentine 27-20. Battle Creek leads Oakland Craig 42-21 in the fourth. UTAN leads St. Paul 26-7 in the fourth. And Wilbur Claytonia has beaten Hardington Cedar Catholic 27 to nothing. As Carney High is going to wait for the kick. It's a pooch kick. It bounces. It's picked up. And they would have returned it for a touchdown, but you cannot return it. And it's going to be Omaha North football. The ball and, just landed in the dead zone. Yeah, Doug, that actually really wasn't a pooch kick. It's going to be about the 25 or 26-yard line. That's about where they've been kicking it all night. And they've just been kicking it a mile high uh, is what they've been doing. And North just was able to cover that. That wasn't uh, unsportsmanlike by being up. That's the way they've kicked it all night. And Carney High has a man or. There is a man down on the far sideline, and it looks like it is an Omaha North player. I think so. Over on the far sideline. Yeah, Coach Martin's going out. Coach Benning's going out, and all the trainers are out. Well, the young man does pop up here, although he's got some cobwebs to shake out. And now this football game that was competitive, and again, remember, Omaha North has scored every time they've touched the football. Let's not get crazy there, but... Carney has done a good job of moving the football, but now the score probably going to get out of hand with a 97-yard pick six, and now Omaha North will have it at the Carney 26-yard line. Yeah, I mean, Carney's done a good job tonight. The game just turned when they didn't cash it in. Doug, we talked about it at the very top. If you were with us at 6:30 when we started talking, we said Carney High has got to capitalize tonight on opportunities. They had those first three drives. They didn't get capitalized on them, Doug. And it just changed the tone of the game because at that point, the game takes on kind of a score fest type game, and you can keep scoring in those deals. Our Usera Care moment of the game, the pick six brought to you by Usera Care Hospice, caring for the moments that matter with locations in Kearney, Grand Island, and York, serving all of the Tri-Cities and beyond. Call Usera Care Hospice today for your loved ones when they need the right care at the right time. On 
First down and 10. Pitch play right side. Sarbaugh breaks a tackle inside the 20, and he'll walk into the end zone for another Viking touchdown. Gruby got him at the goal line, but he was already in, and he gets up and says, hey, nice run. Sorry about that. Some other guys come in to think that they're scrapping, but actually Gruby's just yeah, picking no, him up saying, right. nice run. A 26-yard touchdown run, the second of the night for Milton Sarbaugh. Yeah, no question there. Gruby patted him on the helmet, was telling him good job. But there was kind of a deflating deal where it just, I mean, they handed him the ball and away he went. And now we will get the running clock because uh, two touchdowns in the span of about 30 seconds here, 53 to 14, Omaha North has the lead. And Sarbaugh waiting to boot it away. And the snap a little off. The kick is on the way, and it is still good. Our five points bank touchdown, a 26-yard run by Milton Sarbaugh. And your score with 11.28 to go, Omaha North 54, Kearney 14. I can't get this darn radio to tune into the game. You know, Dad, you can just listen to the game on the computer at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Yeah, and I'm sure they want my credit card to pay per minute for something I could get for free if I could just get this radio to work. Actually, thanks to Barney Insurance, they stream free online. You can even download a podcast shortly after the game wraps up. Oh, sounds easy enough. What was the web address again? PlatteRiverPreps.com Do you have a passion for athletics? Are you a former high school or college athlete looking for ways to stay involved? The Nebraska School Activities Association is asking you to grab a whistle. Officials are needed in every high school activity and are essential to the future of the game. Visit nsaahome.org for more information. Grab a whistle and contact the NSAA to get registered. Along with our producer-engineer Ed Smith and Larry Baker, Doug Duda with you as Omaha North kicks it away again, just like they did last time. But this one is going to go out of bounds at about the 24-yard line. So now the Bearcats will take over, and we'll see what uh, Coach Cool decides to do. This football game is over. Will he stay with his uh, starting offense? Probably one more drive. Will he start rotating in younger kids, getting seniors in that haven't had a chance to play? That'd be my guess. He's got like 30 seniors on the team, Doug, and and I think he'll probably make sure they get in. 54-14, to 14, 21 points scored here in the last minute and 20 seconds by Omaha North. And they've, they marched their starters back out. I mean, they've still got... Zion Williams out there with an unsportsmanlike penalty. Xander Gray, five touchdown runs. Coster hands it off to Berg, starts the right side, gets to the 40-yard line, a gain of five for Berg, 34 yards in the football game. And again, how did they score 21 points in a minute? 20, a five-yard run for Xander Gray, 51 seconds. Carney returns the kickoff down to the 20. Two plays later, a 97-yard interception return. On the ensuing kickoff, Carney fumbles, and one play, Sarbaugh takes it in from 26. Second and five, Coster in the gun. He'll roll to his right, has time, throws a short comeback pattern, and it is incomplete at midfield. And that was just about perfect. If he could have got it out of his hand uh, just a little bit quicker, the receiver was just dead open 
uh, out of his break, Doug. Don't forget, at the end of the ball game, the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show will give you a look at the final stats of tonight's game. Run down the scoreboard. Big win for Kearney Catholic tonight. We'll recap it on the Ruts Heating and Air scoreboard show with Merritt Lawson and the gang after we're done. Setting up a screen on third down. It's wide open to Marlett. 45-50 into Omaha North Territory. Breaks a tackle inside the 45, and he'll be brought down at the 43-yard line. That's a gain of 18 and a Bearcat first down. Well, the one thing you don't ever want out there, Doug, football is a game, a copycat game, and you don't want things like Omaha North is putting on film tonight on film. That screen pass, Doug, has been dead open all night. Carney has just made them pay on it, and that hurts Omaha North going forward. Clevenger, Groupie, Grooby, and Arandondo out to the right. Over to the left, a single man in the pass here is thrown into the back of Grooby as Clevenger was trying to get around there on a little wide receiver bubble. Yeah, they were trying to run tunnel screen there again, uh, running him, uh, Trey Clevenger, back inside and the pass was just off the mark. But what I'm saying by that is Omaha North has showed that they just want to get up field, get up field, get up field. And Carney screened them pretty well tonight. Going forward now in these last two weeks of the playoffs, they're either going to have to slow down their rush and play more disciplined, or guys are going to run screen on them. Second down and 10, Carney at the north 43-yard line. Out of the shotgun, they'll hand it to Berg. Berg up the middle, gets minimal yardage to about the 42 Gain of one. Yeah, and he just met a wall. Omaha North not fooled that time. Carney had kind of got into that spread where it looked like they were going to throw it every down, so they decided to run the draw up the middle. It'll be third down and nine, and, of course, with the running clock, doesn't even matter on the incomplete pass. Carney would like to get it down there and into the end zone to get it back under 35. It's 54-14. Again, 21 points in a minute and 20, 30, 27 seconds. Yeah, it was just a tidal wave there. That's what North can do. They scored 36 points in the second quarter last week. Coster, back to pass, has time, throws it out here on the right. It is complete to Clevenger. He's going to be short of the first down. little comeback route at the 36-yard line, a gain of seven. They're going to need three more. Yeah, this is fourth and fairly comfortable. Playbook will be wide open here. Uh, Omaha North is playing off. Their coverage is playing off, so that's like that was a stop route. They can come back with another stop route. It'll be Brant Barth split out wide to the right. Gruby in the slot. Berg stands behind the shotgun quarterback of Coster. Hard count. Little movement, but they didn't throw the flag. Now Coster checks with the sideline, and it looks like Carney is going to burn a timeout. It'll be their first of the half. Brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Member FDIC, 721 to go in the game. Omaha North, 54, Kearney, 14. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. The undisputed Midwest yield leader. Another score update for you. A big final in C1 as O'Neill has knocked off Aquinas 15-12. to 
Looks like they'll be headed to Boys Town. Boys Town's up 25-0 on Arlington. And Kearney Catholic's headed to Bishop Newman. The Stars win 41-25. Bishop Newman beats Ogallala 62-21. Passing us some batons, Doug, in C1. None of the oh, traditional favorites or traditional powers are going to be in that final. Bishop Newman still having an opportunity. We'll find out. And now, after Kearney High comes out and sets up on fourth and three, Omaha North goes ahead and uses another timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. So that'll give us a chance to run down the uh, full scoreboard. You're going, why is Kearney Catholic on the road after they won on the road tonight? Well, Bishop Newman had to go on the road as well, and they're the higher seat at number one. It is now Lincoln East 27, Omaha Burke 24. The winner will play North next Friday. Creighton Prep 28, Millard North 14 in the fourth quarter. Bellevue West 42, Millard West 21 in the third. In Class B, McCook defeated Blair 38 to nothing in the fourth quarter. Elkhorn South now 42 to 13 over Aurora. That was 21-13 at the half. Omaha Scott 35, Norris 28 in the fourth. They're going to play. The winner of that will get Gretna, who is currently leading Beatrice 48 to six. As we gave you the C1 scores in C2, Crofton beat Valentine 27-20. They're going to play Battle Creek, who leads Oakland Craig 49-21 in the fourth. Wilbur Claytonia blanked Hardington Cedar Catholic, and it looks like they're headed to UTAN, who's up on St. Paul 40-7. Now back to action here as Carney High lines up on fourth down and three. They are at the 34-yard line. Jet sweep fake. Coster now under a little pressure. Rolls right. Has to throw it to the end zone. He's got a man deep, but it is just underthrown enough that it is knocked away, and is it actually picked in the end zone? It is. Wow, they threw a flag down here. The side judge did where you'd have, like, illegal man downfield or something, but nobody was. Probably sideline. Oh, I bet. How about another sideline warning here on north? Nope, ineligible man downfield. Yeah, I, when he first threw it, that's what I thought. But And whether it was picked or incomplete, that is the only story and it looks like it is an interception so that will be the third interception of the night the second in the quarter for Coster but trying to make something happen it looked like he was able to get Berg behind everybody and uh, just with some pressure had to throw it off that back foot as far as he could and it was just hanging up there in the air yep no, that's interesting in C1. You'll have a totally new flavor, like Ord and Car- or O'Neill, Carney Catholic in the final. That's got kind of a cool ring to it. Could live with that. Could definitely live with that. A couple other schools, something to say about it. We'll find out. So now, 6.20, the running clock. Omaha North up 54-14, to 14, and they have changed the quarterback. Looks like they've got some new folks in there at the I-back. Houston Fogelstrom is going to be your new quarterback. And let's see if we can pick up who the new I-back is there, Larry. Uh, I'm looking. Some of these dudes aren't on my roster. I just was going through many of the changes, and, oh, of course it's not. I'm looking at Carney's roster. Well, don't admit that on the air. They hey, they did bring in Ryan Siegler uh, at the offensive line at Omaha North. He's a sophomore, 6'5", 280, so they're getting smaller. <laughs> <laughs> Replacing 320 and 290, uh, no gain on the play. Ron L. Wells. It is second down and 10, Omaha North. And they will turn and hand it off to the new I-back. Gets across the 18 to the 19. 
Looks like he's going to lose a little yards on the play. And you are right. The new eye back is Jalen Foster. So nothing on the first carry, a loss of one here. Jalen Foster is a 5'7", 160-pound sophomore. And Carney's emptying, emptying them as well uh, coming into the game there. Trevor Payne at the D-line. Brock Marlett now at D-end. Looks like Joseph Griffith may be in there as a linebacker. Uh, also in there, Matt Studi in the secondary. Caleb Crittenden. Third down and 11 for North. Jalen Strong off the left side, has a hole, gets to the 25. He'll be tackled at the 27. He is able to pick up eight on the play, but it'll be fourth down and three. Yeah, there's the disaster. Hey, let's go to our, like, fourth tailback. Oh, yeah, who's that? Jalen Strong. Excuse me, Foster, not, not Strong, Foster. There is Jordan Strong, and then there is Jalen Foster. That's right. And this will be the first punt of the night. For Omaha North, Justin Jackson-Williams is going to go back to punt it. Again, their normal putter is Braxton Allen, who hasn't had hardly any work this year, but he got dinged up and was unable to go tonight. Four minutes and counting in the Carney Bearcat season. Snap a little high. He gets it. Low line drive kick taken on the run by Gruby at the 48. Has some room. To the 50, now dancing around and goes backwards into his own territory where he'll be thrown down there by Wells Ross. A punt that time of 31 yards. Yeah, and it looked like that return was going to get set up, and he cut it inside instead of out. Got no problem with that one, though. Yeah, no. he got about eight yards up the field and then retreated about five, trying to make a play happen, and it just didn't work. With 3.15, of course, with the 40-point lead, over 35, the clock even runs in this situation. And the Bearcats have a lot of new jerseys out there as well. Some are new, some are old. Still see Ellingson out there. It looks like they have brought in Sam Johnson. Coster's still in. Sam Johnson is. Also split out wide to the right is going to be Joseph Griffith. Tanner Ellingson's going to be in the backfield. Carney trying to get 11 guys out there. And the officials kind of letting it go. Good job by them on the eye formation. The snap is bobbled. They give it to Ellingson off the left side. Gets into Omaha North Territory inside the 45 to about the 43. And that'll be enough for a first down. Gain of 10 for Tanner, who had quite a few carries in the uh, second half last week. Yeah, and you know, Brock Hedinger just came in, Doug. He's a 5'11", 245-pound senior on the offensive line. So Coach Cool is getting his guys in the game here. Rowdy Melton. Isaiah Stalberg is going to come down here as a wide receiver. On first down and 10 at the Omaha North 43-yard line. Handed off to the second man, Studi. Looks like he's going to carry it this time inside the 40, and he'll work his way down to about the 36. That's going to be a gain of seven. Second down and three. And Studi a few carries on the season, mostly in mop-up time. And that's what we've got here. The season winding down, a minute 40 left for Carney. Second down and three. Coster takes the snap, hands it straight up the middle. And enough for the first down. The ball might have popped loose. I think the Bearcats got back on it here. 
Carney's able to cover nope. it for the no. Nope, there, there they said first down. The the side judge said no, pointed the other way, and then the white hat said no. You heard Hughes on the tackle. It's enough for the first down here for Carney. 54-14, Omaha North. A minute ten to go. First down and ten here for Carney High. Coster turns. Hands it off the right side again. That is Studi. He'll get inside the 30, run into a couple of Viking defenders at the 28. And that's a gain of four. And it looks like the clock operator has decided he's done for the game. Yeah. <laughs> he, hasn't, he hasn't moved the spot of the down here on this drive for Carney High. They've got time if they hustle for two more plays. 40 seconds. Both sauced it out to the right side. Stay in the eye formation here for Coster. Turn, hands it off. Off the left side, Studi again to the 25. And 22 seconds if they can get another playoff. He'll get three more yards. Yeah, and I think he'll try 15 seconds left. I, uh, I don't think they'll get another one off, Doug. They're down to 10. They're going to yeah. run him in. They had, trouble. they had trouble getting unpiled there, and that is going to be the final play of the 2016 Kearney Bearcat season. They will end the year with a record of 8-3 and three and advancing to the quarterfinals of the state football playoffs. While Omaha North, the number one team in the state, is now 11-0 and, and advances to the state semifinals next Friday night where they try to make it to the state championship game for the fourth time in five years. Your final score, Omaha North 54. Carney High, 14. The new West Post Game Show is next. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. It's a new day here at Long John Silver's. Together we're charting a new course forward. How? It's more than great-tasting, sustainably harvested seafood. We're bringing a renewed energy to better restaurant and guest experiences, fun and innovative new meal options, and, of course, great value. We're glad you're on the journey with us. If you haven't stopped by lately, we hope you will. We'll be happy to see you and hope you and your family enjoy a seafood meal that will have you ringing the captain's bell on your way out. Long John Silver's, South 2nd Avenue in Carney. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. And welcome back to Kinnick Stadium here on the campus of Omaha Northwest, where Omaha North has defeated Kearney High 54-14. to And this is the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show. Certified and fellowship-trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Want to run down the scoreboard for you? We will have a complete wrap-up on the Ruts Heating and Air scoreboard show when we are done. Lincoln East has completed the upset 
the 12th seed in Class A, is on to the state semifinals, and they'll play here against Omaha North next Friday, 27-24 over Burke. The other two games look to be about over in the fourth quarter. Creighton Prep 35, Millard North 14, Bellevue West 42, and Millard West 28. In Class B, McCook beats Blair 38 to nothing. They will take on Elkhorn South, and Elkhorn South will have to go to McCook because McCook went to Blair tonight and won 38-0. Elkhorn South 42-13 over Aurora late in the fourth. Omaha Scutt has come back to beat Norris 35-28. They're going to play Gretna, who leads Beatrice in the fourth quarter, 48-14. In C1, Kearney Catholic has advanced to the state semifinals with a 41-25 win over Wahoo. They led the entire way, jumped out 14-0. Never tied, never trailed, and they'll go to Wahoo Newman, the top seed, beat Ogallala 62-21. We'll have that game next Friday right here on Classic Hits or ESPN Radio. Remember the state volleyball tournament also going on next week, and Kearney Catholic hoping they'll be there. They play Arlington tomorrow at 1 here on Classic Hits. Maybe the biggest score of the night, O'Neill 15, David City Aquinas 12, so the defending C2 champion is going home and O'Neill will go to Boystown. Boystown leads Arlington 25-0 in the fourth. And in C2, the semifinals are set. UTAN beats St. Paul 39-7. They will host the number one ranked Wilbur Claytonia Club. 27-0 winners over Hardington Cedar Catholic. Battle Creek avenges last year's semifinal loss to Oakland Craig by winning 49-21. They will go to Crofton, a 27-20 winner over Valentine. And the six-man championship at UNK's Foster Field next Friday, we'll have the top two seeds as Riverside beats Silver Lake 78-41. They'll play Cody Kilgore, a 38-16 winner over Harvard. And I know you talked about O'Neill, but what else stood out to you tonight, Larry? Well, I think uh, C2 went about like we thought. McCook's going to get uh, a state semifinal for the second week in a row or second year in a row, Doug. You know, they had Aurora out there last year. Um, you know, Class A, Lincoln East, early in the year, uh, it looked like Lincoln East was going to be pretty good. When they played the Tri-City teams, it looked like they were going to be pretty good, and ultimately they were. Uh, so I think in Class A, that's kind of the one that jumps off the page, that East has still got this thing rolling. Uh, and in C1, I, I, you know, C1 is the, is, the, is the one class that is dominated by perennial powers and parochials. Uh, it's just it's where they all kind of land, and you've got total crazy new flavor in there this year. Carney Catholic, not new flavor. I mean, they have been up there towards the top of that thing uh, now for uh, quite a while, uh, as well as Bishop Newman. Of course, Terman has done a great job there, very legendary, but we haven't seen him in Lincoln here lately. You know, So uh, as you see that, I think uh, those really are, are kind of the, the deals that stick out to me. Well, let's go ahead and take a look at the final stats, and we will do it on the New West Post Game Show right after this. Car insurance isn't about the car. It's about the precious cargo the car carries. It's about providing security and confidence that if an accident occurs, you'll be protected. I'm Dave Challey of Barney Insurance. As a local independent agent, we can design an insurance program that's just right for you and your family, providing safe, sound, secure insurance protection from auto owners insurance. Stop by or give us a call. Time is the true test of endurance. Barney. 
The University of Nebraska at Kearney is ready to make a difference for you. Here, you'll get a quality education and graduate on time with less debt. You'll also have an unforgettable college experience. Join a club, become a leader, make a real difference for yourself and others. Choosing the right college is a big decision. Trust your future with people who care about your success. Choose the University of Nebraska at Kearney, because we are difference makers. Visit unk.edu and schedule a campus visit today. Doug Duda, Larry Baker back with you on the New West Post Game Show. Here's the final numbers I had for Carney tonight, and the numbers and the number of plays will be significantly lower than what uh, Omaha North had tonight. They dominated the time of possession. Noah Urbanic, one run, one, one carry, one yard. Trey Gruby, one carry, negative five. Tanner Ellingson, two carries, 11 yards. Nate Berg, five carries, 35 yards, and a touchdown. Matt Studi, three carries, 14 yards. Ben Dinkle, one carry, two yards. And Cannon Coster, seven carries for 46 yards. That's 20 total rushing attempts tonight, which would be a season low for the Bearcats, 104 yards. For Cannon Coster in the first half, four of seven, one interception for 62 yards. In the second half, seven of 12, two interceptions and a touchdown for 68 yards. So in the game tonight, Coster, 11 out of 19. He had the three picks and one touchdown for 130 yards through the air, 234 on the ground, unofficially 13 first downs for Carney. They had four turnovers, two punts, both of those in the second quarter for an average of 35 yards, three penalties for 21 yards tonight for the Bearcats, Larry. Yeah, I think the thing is when you think about this, Doug, it just really boiled down to the number of plays. Uh, and it wasn't because they couldn't get first downs. A lot of times, you know, you get banged up 54-14 to 14 in a game and you didn't run any plays, and it's because you just couldn't flat move the ball. Carney could move the ball tonight. I really thought their offense did a nice job. Uh, and I don't even think their defense was that bad. Like, it's not a, their defense didn't let them down. Omaha North's offense is very real. Sometimes you just play a team that is better at something than you are. And Omaha North could run the ball tonight. They were all big, long drives. Uh, and they just sucked the life out of this game. And Carney basically, for the better part of two quarters, had two possessions. No doubt about it. Uh, two possessions in the second quarter, and they got their second possession in the third quarter with under a minute to go. Here's the very impressive numbers tonight for number one Omaha North. They were led by Xander Gray, 19 carries, 219 yards, and five rushing touchdowns. Milton Sarbaugh, their leading rusher on the year by about 400 more than what Gray had coming into the game. 28 carries, 208 yards, and two touchdowns. Two 200-yard rushers tonight for Omaha North. Then uh, we had Zion Williams, one carry, 11 yards. Larry Bell, the fullback, one carry, three yards. Jalen Foster there in mop-up time, three carries, seven yards. The quarterback, Justin Jackson-Williams, one carry, zero yards. 53 rushing attempts. 458 yards tonight for Omaha North. Through the air, Jackson Williams had one completion in the second half. He was one of one. So for the game, four of eight, no interceptions, no touchdowns, 56 yards through the air, 458 on the ground, 514 yards of total offense, no turnovers, had the fourth quarter punt for 31 yards, seven penalties for 70 yards. They had a couple unsportsman likes and a late hit, which uh, you have to clean up here uh, so that doesn't cost you possibly uh, down the road, but 514 to 234, and unofficially, I had 29 first downs tonight for Omaha North, and that's what's going to happen when you grind it out as they win it 54 to 14. Pretty impressive tonight, Larry. Not a lot of flaws in this team, Doug. 
their defense isn't as good as uh, uh, they've been in the past, but their offense is just unbelievable. It's not electric, kind of Novocaine in a sense. It'll just bore you to death, but my good gravy, they, they can hit the home run, they can knock your teeth out, and they can do it just with the same play. And ironically, when these teams played in the state quarterfinals two years ago, the score was Omaha North 54 and Kearney 14. How do we get there? It's time for our scoring wrap brought to you by Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you need covered wrapped up in one great insurance agent, Buffalo County Farm Bureau in Kearney. We could use a cover for the big guy, Larry Baker, right about now. We're outside. (laughs) Well, it looked promising for Kearney as Omaha North deferred after winning the toss, and Kearney got a good kickoff return out to the 45 from Trey Gruby. They marched it down inside the 30-yard line, eventually settling for a Leo Paloma 41-yard field goal that just missed. And with 9.27 to go, it was over to Omaha North, and you couldn't stop him. The first touchdown run from Xander Gray from 24 yards out completed an 80-yard drive. Then Carney with another good kick return out to the 40, marched it inside the 30-yard line again. Vernon Johnson comes up with an interception at the 4. A 96-yard drive is capped by Milton Sarbaugh's first run from 7 yards out. A minute 50 to go in the first, 13 to nothing. Carney then, another good kickoff return out to the 45. Actually, it was a good kickoff return that was aided by a late hit. A 55-yard drive. They get into the end zone on a 25-yard Nate Berg touchdown with 36 seconds to go in the first quarter, aided by a 30-yard pass to Brock Marlette, 13-7, Kearney High down by six. Then in the second quarter, an 18-yard run from Xander Gray completes a 78-yard drive, 20-7, with 7.19 to go. A 10-yard run from Xander Gray completes a 72-yard drive with 1.56 to go before the half, and your scored half is 27-7. Omaha North gets the ball to start the third quarter. Gray caps it off with a one-yard run to complete a 60-yard drive to make it 33-7. Kearney High then is able to go 75 yards and complete a 13-yard pass from Coster to Gruby. That cuts it to 33-14. And even though you pretty much figure they're not going to catch up, you still got a good feeling about the ball game. But then in a hurry, it turned. On the next drive, Xander Gray takes in his fifth fifth touchdown from five yards out, makes it 40-14, with 51 seconds to go in the third quarter. Carney returns the kick all the way to the north 20, but two plays later, Zion Williams, a 97-yard pick six, makes it 47-14. Carney fumbles the kickoff the very next play. It is Melton Sarbaugh's second touchdown from 26 yards out, and then there was no scoring over the final 11-28 of this ball game. The final score, Omaha North 54 and Carney 14, your scoring wrap brought to you by your Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you need covered, wrapped up in one great insurance agent, Buffalo County Farm Bureau in Kearney. So the city of Kearney had both schools playing in the quarterfinals tonight and went one and one. Yeah, I mean, anytime you have that happen, you're happy about it. And I, this is a great season for the Bearcats. Coach Cool, you know, I'm an outstate guy. I, You know, I'm a mid-center uh, of the state guy, and I believe in outstate Nebraska and what our athletics do and who we serve. And both our coaches in the Tri-City, our Class A coaches out there, just do a fabulous job, Doug, uh, getting their kids. I'm talking about Jeff Tomlin and Coach Cool. And Coach Cool just put a great team together this year and competed and had a top-10 team all year. And I don't think they have anything to hold their head uh, uh, down about. And again, Carney Catholic, a winner tonight at Wahoo, and they will go back to play Wahoo Newman 
next Friday. All the details coming up on the Ruts Heating and Air scoreboard show. Merritt Lawson, Ed Smith, and the crew back at the studios. We'll have the recap with Randy Bushcutter of that Kearney Catholic game that aired on ESPN tonight. Don't forget, tomorrow it is high school volleyball. Kearney Catholic will be on the road in Seward to play Arlington. Arlington hasn't been to state since 2000. Kearney Catholic's been in the last six state finals, winning four of them. One o'clock tomorrow here on Classic Hits. Plus, St. Cecilia will play Howells Dodge on ESPN 1550 tomorrow at 1. Those games are also online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. The podcast of tonight's game will be up shortly. We'll also have a lot of photos from tonight's game that you can look at, use. They're free to download and use from PlatteRiverPreps.com. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery Postgame Show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. It was a beautiful night for football, but Omaha North did to Kearney High what they've done to the previous 10 opponents. They roll them up and tonight win it 54-14. Thanks to Coach Brandon Cool, his entire staff, and to the seniors for Kearney High for a great season and all the work that they do with us here at Classic Hits. For our producer-engineer, Ed Smith, I'm Doug Duda. Thanks for joining us from Kinnick Stadium, where my voice is gone, so let's turn it back to the guys at the Ruts Heating and Air Scoreboard show your final score, Omaha North 54, Kearney 14. The proceeding has been a KKPR Sports